Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Fuck Joey Chestnut. That lame dick ass clown isn't even verified on Twitter. When he was in Cincinnati, he had time to crash some shitbag's wedding, but wouldn't go and crash through sports. That lazy fuck took on almost as many knee sticks as Bill over the weekend and didn't have the common courtesy to turn you down like a man. He was probably the first person to win an eating contest and not even chew. That asshole. Everybody, <laughs> welcome to another edition of Craft Fruit Sports, brought to you by the Loudmouth Network. <laughs> I am Mike. With me, as always, it's my main man Scott. This is Craft Fruit Sports. Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge right after we get out of witness protection? Let's do it. You pump out poor. Oh, God, that was shout a out. great call. Shout out to the anonymous caller who left that voicemail for us this week. Oh, man, that is hilarious. <laughs> we uh, we pushed really hard on Twitter. Woo. For those of you that may not know the story, uh, we pushed really hard on Twitter to get Joey Chestnut to come hang out with us because he was in town this past weekend for Oktoberfest. He was like, uh, he hit us back on Twitter and was like, hey, that sounds great, but uh, I'm going to be in Cincinnati, so maybe next time. We were like, hey, thanks for the response. That's awesome. We responded. And then like an hour later, we were like, wait a minute. Wait, motherfucker, we're in Cincinnati. (laughs) And then it was radio silence. (laughs) Oh, shit, they're on to me. (laughs) I wonder if he just thought he'd throw us off. Maybe he knew we were in Cincinnati. (laughs) We took the bait initially, and he's like, all right, got him. Got him. (laughs) Oh, no, they responded. It'd be funny to see if we got uh, Jerry Rice and maybe just blocked us after that. (laughs) Oh, shit. So fucking good, man. Uh, Thank you guys for joining the show already. Appreciate you guys jumping on. Uh, If you guys are listening on Facebook Live, make sure you share this. We're going to start coming up with weird stuff to do if we hit certain number of shares. Yes. We're brainstorming with Blake, and we're going to... We're going to come up with some punishment for us if uh, if you guys share this. So if you're watching, now, share. Yeah, share the episode. I mean, Help us out. You're not doing anything else. You're Just already hit, watching. Hit, hit the, the share button, button. And that way uh, it brings your friends on in to the, the party. Uh, how's your week been going, man? <laughs> Better now that Anonymous called in. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was fantastic. The, the, the part that you may have missed was the Bill more eating more meat sticks than Bill. So... Anonymous took shots at Bill and Joey Chestnut. So it was a twofer. I like that he said, too, uh, Joey Chestnut's probably the only person to win an eating contest without chewing. (laughs) 
Yeah, it was all kind of goodness. But yeah, my week's fine. Such you a know. good. F- finally saw the 49ers score a touchdown. Hey! It happened. I, I popped champagne. There you go. I don't know what that feels like with my team. Yeah. I haven't experienced you gotta that wait another, yet. <laughs> another day. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Although I did predict that this is the week that the streak ends. They they will find the end zone against Green Bay. Green Bay's defense isn't that good. And statistically, going three straight games without scoring a touchdown. Yeah, it's like physically impossible. Really <laughs> hard to do. <laughs> you just accidentally score a touchdown at this point. So, yes, on the flying pig skit, I did say, and Tanya thought for sure they're not going to. I told her I'd be ready with the told you so uh, shout out. On well, you got to get the, uh, I mean, uh, she's smart. It's, it's just like when you're playing uh, roulette. If like black keeps coming up on the right. board, you bet black. You don't bet red because black's shown up four times. You right. ride that wave. So yeah. yeah, I'm on board with Tanya. They're they're not scoring. <laughs> They'll never score again. <laughs> Teams complete garbage. Blow them up. That's okay. Still be battling for that number one overall pick with us because scored touchdowns. Still no W's. <laughs> who's who's gonna be that number one pick? The Niners, the Bengals, or the Jets? Because those are they're three be bad teams fighting it out all year. <laughs> those are rough. But I still feel like the Bengals will end up winning a few more games. And I picked them to win nine yeah. this year. So I'm holding to it that after two games, the, they'll still win more than... The, I had the Niners winning four and the Jets winning two. So I still think that the, the Bengals will come closest to each of the predictions. I it, All I know is... Uh, Two weeks into the season, and everybody loses their minds. That's my favorite part of the NFL season in general. We did have the discussion whether or not the season would be over after this week. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, on the way to work this morning, I heard how many teams have started off 4-0, and 5-0, and and haven't made the playoffs. <laughs> and just thought, so, I mean, there's still a chance. It's a very <laughs> slim one, but... I guess the panic button shouldn't be hovered over too much. But could you imagine starting off the season 5-0? and you're and basically, yeah, you're basically, you know, making yeah. playoff plans at that point because right. it's really hard. Just, I mean, that you know, you got what? I can't do math right at the moment. So nine more games. <laughs> Is that right? No, that's eleven. Right. Shit, <laughs> Jesus! I need to drink more <laughs> so I have an excuse. Anyway, uh, so you've got eleven more games, and I mean, that's still. You're like, okay, if we win half of those, we're good to go. And we've already yeah. won five. I mean, you're you're basically a third of the way through the season. At yeah, point. you, you like, figure it's a lock. And yeah. as a fan, you're definitely thinking it's a lock. Yeah. I could not imagine emotionally going through starting off five and zero, <laughs> and then not even making the playoffs. That would have to be the worst. That would be awful. I'd rather be right where we are now. Season's over. Yeah, just right. It's done. just posturing for draft <laughs> position. <laughs> I'm just going to watch it just because I, I like to hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did find a somebody tweeted out a picture, and I can't remember. I've seen it before, but it's like the cartoon uh, old man sitting on the bench, and he's got the angry face, and he, he's holding an umbrella, and I think in the original photo it's over like his wife or whatever, or what you presume is his wife on a park bench, and there's a, uh, a, a rain cloud over her head, and it says, just because I'm mad doesn't mean I don't care. <laughs> and somebody had put the 49ers logo underneath the, the rain cloud with the umbrella and I retweeted. I thought that yeah, that's, that's perfect. Yep. That's, that's being a fan. You know, you, you can be pissed and cuss them out. And at the end of the day, you're still stuck with it. It's still, yeah, you're you, still stuck with them. <laughs> my favorite, my dad is that type of fan that quits every week. 
every week watching Notre Dame. He's, I'm never watching these fucking assholes again. <laughs> he's, they suck. I'll never watch them again. And then the next week he's texting me, did you see that play? <laughs> I mean, you know, eventually at some point it gets into your bloodstream and you can try to quit, but... Yeah, I can't I can't quit you, Notre Dame. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the beer we're drinking uh, this week. So we mentioned it. Joey Chestnut was in town last weekend for Oktoberfest. So we decided, let's do an Oktoberfest beer that we haven't had before. Uh, and I found this one this week. This and is, we have not had an October beer. Yeah, on, I don't think we did an Oktoberfest last not. year. We did the pumpkin playoffs and just totally skipped over any type of Oktoberfest. It's such a small window for Oktoberfest beers. It is a very small window because they come out at the beginning of August when you're in no mood for them. No, yeah, no and then desire. About now is when they're kind of wrapping up as far as October begins the pumpkin beer thing. Right. And that's kind of the mindset everybody's in. And so Oktoberfest just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Comes out too early. And by the time <laughs> it peaks, it's kind of over. Well, and there are, they're all kind of. Yeah, I don't know if they take them off the shelves or if they don't make enough to go through October. They, or they get, just don't want to compete with pumpkin beers. Or I think what they the just kind of get pushed out of the way. And I do think that they don't get. Uh, didn't we talk about that with one of the breweries having Oktoberfest that they only? No, I might have been talking about this at work when it was with no. Well, with Braxton. Oh, is it one of your other shows? Is no, that I was talking about it with <laughs> Nero and one of my other coworkers and i think it was with last week's beer when they were talking about how they brewed the uh the blueberry and fixed it cuz oh, yeah. problems they mentioned something about their oktoberfest and how there was a very limited supply because they don't brew so much that they can't sell it so it's right. much easier to have a limited supply and have people go out and just buy it all up than brew this whole bunch of October yeah. that they then can't do anything with right. because there's a very small window for it. So that's what it was. It was just that I, I think that, that a lot of breweries that do brew, besides maybe Sam Adams, because Sam Adams' Oktoberfest... Well, you can find that in fucking January. Yeah, that's, you know, the, that's the only one like, that just hey, doesn't seem to care. Hey, you want to make Oktoberfest? Yeah, let's make some Oktoberfest. Yeah. All right, cool, bro. <laughs> and people will buy it. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Here's some Oktoberfest. <laughs> people will buy it and drink it. I yeah. mean, I if I saw Oktoberfest in March, I would... Whoa! I gotta give me a case of that. <laughs> well, at that point, it's either like, all right, this is either really early or this is super old. Yes, got to be careful. And with you're that. rolling the dice on that one. That's how it more was. than likely super old, super old. <laughs> but that's how it was last year after we got done with the uh, the pumpkin thing, and it started yeah, getting dude. on the holiday beers. And I'm still seeing pumpkins on the shelf, <laughs> and I think as much as I love pumpkin, I know that that's yeah. been brewed for at least two or three months now. That's no right. good. If you see pumpkin after uh, maybe like November, yeah, and before August. Don't buy that pumpkin. That's, <laughs> no. that's not a pumpkin you want. That bad pumpkin. Nah, it's still pretty good. It's, it's yeah, still, it's still good be pumpkin. The, it's still be the best <laughs> pumpkin beer out there, that's for sure. But this one, uh, this Oktoberfest, is by West Sixth Brewing, which is out of Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, I was telling Scott, uh, the only it says real... says dank on the can. Dank with an E. <laughs> or dunk. Uh, no, it says dank. <laughs> it also says Prost. Uh, you know, the old ode to the... The German. I want them to like put the Ziggy Zoggy cheer on the can Aww, somewhere. They should, uh, but they didn't. Cowards. Anyways, the only thing I really know about West Sixth Brewing, um, besides that they do make some good beers, they were sued once by Magic Hat. Um, Magic Hat makes beer number nine, and they said that the logo that West Sixth used was way too close to the Magic Hat logo for number nine. 
because West Sixth uses the number six, and that's an upside down nine, and they didn't like that. <laughs> so they should have just combined the two breweries <laughs> and called it Gronk. <laughs> that's what they should have done. They shouldn't, don't don't get mad and sue <laughs> Collabo on a beer. All right, here's what we're gonna do: West Sixth. We're gonna make uh, the West Sixth Magic Hat number nine Gronk beer. Yes, and it's just gonna be called Gronk Smash. Yeah, <laughs> your beer. Our beer. We're only making 69 cases of it. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Let's do 69 kegs. 69 kegs, and uh, and then we'll do 69 cases so that we can sell in two different for- uh, forms. And Genius. That's it. Genius. Where were these fuckers at? Instead of going to court. Well, yeah. Well, and they should have just called us. Look at all these great ideas we have. See, look what you guys are missing out on. <laughs> and I want royalties from Gronk or anybody else before they steal that idea. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. It's on wax now. <laughs> There's evidence. Uh, but yeah, so so West Six, they ended up settling out of court, and West Six did fix their logo by uh, like making it a matte color and then taking a star out of it. That was like it. And Magic Hat was like, yeah, that's good. Enough. I'm all about removing the star from things. <laughs> Maybe I'm all about celebrating on top of stars, maybe stomping on stars. Just saying. I got no problem with removal of stars. (laughs) Fuck them. Man, you are still in full-blown Dallas Cowboys troll mode. Um, Tell tell Joe's on pros to come holla at me. The whole whole group. Tell them I'll call in. Oh shit! Anyways, initial impressions, man. You uh, you're more of a fan of Oktoberfest beers than I am. What do you think of this one? <clears throat> this is a uh, a lighter Oktoberfest. Yeah. Oktoberfest usually have, as far as the ones that I've usually enjoyed and consumed, a little bit on the heavier side. This one seems a little bit lighter. It's got good flavor. Um, but yeah, so far, pretty good. Definitely I would smooth. I would say this was a a more of a beginner Oktoberfest. Because that's a German, good way to put this. Yeah, Germany, you know, they're known for their heavier beers, and the the beer that's actually brewed in Germany, even for um, Oktoberfest, like it's kind of like Chinese food. What <laughs> American Oktoberfests are, it would seem very watered down to the Germans. The Dunkels. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, when we're sitting here, oh yeah, we're drinking this German style beer, and it's you know. It's Americanized, and so like, get out of here with your PF Chang beer. <laughs> yeah, cool story, bro. <laughs> so yeah, no, I feel like this is a a little little bit less version of some of those uh, beers that you can find around here, um, Oktoberfest. Just a little bit lighter, but the flavor is there. The it flavor is, holds up. I just looked it up because I didn't see it on the can. It's only five percent ABV, so it is. A, that's and a that's super. That light goes to beer. show that's where it comes in because. Uh, Oktoberfest are usually around seven percent. Definitely nothing less than six. So, yeah, I don't think I'm, I've ever had a five percent. I'm shocked to see this as five percent. Right. That's a, I would have never have guessed that. No. Well, and I guess that says something about the beer because even tasting it, I wouldn't. I mean, you're right; it mm-hmm. is lighter, but I wouldn't have been like, oh, it's like Bud Light level. I was gonna say not five percent <laughs> light. That's extra light. Good flavor though. Um, mm-hmm. As always, we'll see how we'll see how it holds up. <laughs> You want to do some Upper Deck? I always wanted to do some Upper Deck. (laughs) I fucking love Upper Deck. Yes. (laughs) And as a reminder, Upper Deck is always brought to you by Audible.com. Try Food Sports. 
It's brought to you by Audible.com, which is what I already said, and fans of Craft Root Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible.com with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and <laughs> test out the Audible service, just go to audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports, or just go to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. It's like I'm devolving killing, on these reads. You're killing the reads, right? <laughs> killing devolving. them. Devolving. <laughs> Perspective sponsors out there like no, like, you know that show is uh, oh never mind. Did you hear that Audible? Read? We'd we'd love to we'd love to have uh, our our product on your show. Can you get Muckmouth off the reads though? That'd be great, Mike. You do the reads and we'll uh, we'll give a little extra. How about we'll, that? We'll give you whatever we want. But I can't read our shit. Holy balls! Anyway, it's all right, man. You'll get it. Whew. You'll get it. Warm up. Next week will be better. Uh, all right. <laughs> Probably not. That's that's all I got. Uh, did we move this around? Or we I did move off? it around. I you moved did? It, yeah. My I thing's not it. updated. So that's oh, that's what threw me off. God. All right, all right, fine. Look it. Tillman story. Just scroll down. Right. I'll well, tell you the, what's coming up each each time. That's right. Uh, anyway, awesome story this week. One that doesn't have any smart ass side to it. Um, former Bears cornerback Char- uh, Charles you got Peanut it. Tillman. You got it. Holy crap. <laughs> All right, everybody. This struggling. has been Craft Sports. Thanks a lot. Uh, he's training to be in the FBI. That's right. Um, according to Bleacher Report, the reports uh, coming out of Chicago that Tillman, after a very successful career playing for the Bears, shout out to Tyson Thorpe, uh, <laughs> a, uh, he played cornerback in the NFL, and he's now training for the FBI program. Uh, the FBI does not comment on recruits and trainees, so it isn't officially confirmed by them, but friends of Tillman have stated that, yes, he is in the program, um, and it wouldn't come as much of a shocker because Tillman apparently has multiple members of his family who have military backgrounds, uh, police backgrounds, and he himself has a law degree, a uh, law no enforcement shit. degree. So, sh- shocker on multiple levels because, one, most time former players are just... Hanging out. Yeah. Going straight to the booth. Right. Just getting a, another one of them showing up on ESPN. Just <laughs> cashing checks, essentially. Uh, so here he is going to get a legit job. I mean, there's cops that, you know, train years to, to and get this to isn't this isn't like, this isn't the bullshit type of thing like Steven Seagal joining the yeah, sheriff's no, office this is to, as like, hey, a, hey we got Steven Seagal. Like, you're yeah. joining the FBI. There's some legitimacy to this. Right. And, you know, plenty of football players have comm degrees like myself um and you know it's just assumed that most football players have whatever bs degree they could get to get through school or whatever but no he he took a a law degree has you know the criminal justice degree that's a legit degree he had to do some legit studying and the fact that he's pursuing a a job in that field that's very commendable yeah i think it's and also as good of a cornerback as he was i can imagine he will make a very badass fbi agent dude i'd be terrified if he showed you imagine can you imagine tillman coming and knocking on your door and just being like hey i saw you illegally downloaded some movies (laughs) be like yes i did please don't hurt me holy shit please don't kill me (laughs) i think it's awesome i would love to see more athletes do shit like this after their playing days i would too and and not at you said Steven Seagal, but the other one that I thought of that, you know, hey, look, at he does it, but it's kind of just a joke, is Shaq with his whole cop mm. thing down in Florida where yeah, he's a bullshit. cop and he has a badge and everything, but 
Yeah, I mean, it's not really real. It's just, hey, look at me. I'm doing something because I'm so damn tall. <laughs> you know, it's not really legit, even right. though he has all the credentials. So similar to the question before, but what would you do if you get pulled over in Florida and Shaq walked up to your door? Just like, hey, you, you know why I pulled you over? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably make fun of uh, like a Buick commercial or something. <laughs> One of the many things that he promos these days. Yeah, how's that? How's that gold bond doing, Shaq? Right. <laughs> I mean, just pick something. You don't know Buick either, Shaq. You ain't driving one. I know that much. Should uh, go get in another fight with Chuck. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, how things go with Tillman here because uh, yeah, I mean, eventually we're going to find out if he makes it or not. Like right. I think that's the point we're at now is like let's pull for him to make it and do something. Oh, absolutely! Cool after this. I enjoyed watching Tillman. He was on those uh, on that Super Bowl team, and when the Bears were really good there, and their defense was you know. Monsters of the Midway good there for yeah. a little while in the early 2000s. And he was always one of the bright spots. He did suffer a lot of injuries later yeah. on in his career and even a season-ending one, I remember, towards the end there. But he was always one of those guys that's just like, man, don't ever throw it in his direction. Because right. he intercepted a lot and would always pick six it. It's not just, <laughs> not just one of these guys that picked it off and then fell down. And I was like, oh, shit, Tillman's got it. It's probably going to go all the way. So... <laughs> Oh, shit. But great for him. <laughs> you right there, man? <laughs> Drunk. Are you okay? Do you want to, like, should we just back this up and start all over again? Yeah. I <laughs> struggle with us over here. It's all right. It'll be. It'll get better. Probably not. I was going to uh, say, <laughs> the more beer, it gets worse. <laughs> uh, so let's talk some, uh, some NCAA football, kind of. Uh, Baker Mayfield this week. Came out, and uh, for those of you that may not know, Oklahoma three years ago started off 4-0. They were playing TCU on the road, and uh, during college game day that that day, Katy Perry was the guest picker. Because why not? Not just her booty hole? It was all of <laughs> Not her booty hole, like the whole Katy Perry. I did actually watch that day. <laughs> I do remember. I feel like most people watch to be like... She even know what the fuck she's talking about. Let's. See. It was a, a mix Let's of both. See. She did seem to know when when she made her picks. Whoever wrote they the were picks edu- for her really knew what they were talking about. Well, she presented it well. She faked it well. She can do the reads. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should hire her for the show. We just need you to do this audible read and then sit off to the side. Well, anyways, that day, uh, so Katy Perry was all over uh, Oklahoma's quarterback, Trevor Knight. And at the time, Baker Mayfield was a part of Oklahoma's team, but he wasn't playing. He was sitting out uh, a year for transfer rules. So he was on the team, but not really on the team. Anyways, that game, Oklahoma lost to TCU and then proceeded to go 4-5 and five to finish out the year after starting 4-0. and oh. So they were that team. That, <laughs> that, yeah, that thought they were cruising. Yeah, it was like, Even worse in college football, if you start you, off 4-0, oh, you're yeah. definitely, you're you're getting hotel rooms and everything. You're getting ready, yeah. Especially a team like Oklahoma, where it's like, right. if we win it all, we're we're in. Like, yeah. They're, they're not keeping, it'd be different if you're Boise State and you win 4-0, oh, and it's like, well, I hope other people lose. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I hope we can keep this thing going. Right, but Oklahoma, it's 4-0, oh, all right, we're in this. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> I'm going to go sit in the corner for five minutes. I'm going to go to the penalty box. Five-minute major for just being an idiot. Holy crap. So they asked uh, Baker Mayfield about that season, and he wholeheartedly blames Katy Perry 
for Oklahoma collapsing that year and says it's all her fault. He is 100% Team Taylor Swift. He does not like Katy Perry after this. Stupid story, not much to it, but I just thought it was funny that they asked a college quarterback, like, oh, so are you, does that mean you're Team Taylor Swift? Like, that was a question that he was asked. Which nobody at a press should conference. be Team Taylor Swift <laughs> ever for any reason. <laughs> No, uh, even if even if it was no, I really hate Katy Perry. I just don't like her, and uh, this is the reason. Oh, you team Taylor Swift? Oh, fuck no! Like, <laughs> those two don't go hand in hand. Like, no. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. So, if you're Team Taylor Swift, uh, fuck you. I guess I don't know. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> you can take your bad blood and shove it up your ass. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know what's happening in this show, everybody. I apologize already. Okay, well, We're two you, upper deck stories in. Do you need the the next story? I that, do that because I this thing up? decided it wasn't going to update. So. Uh, the next one was the uh, the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so the Rams <laughs> beat the 49ers last night, which is not the story, but I just want to garner sympathy. Uh, and last week we talked about the Rams not being able to get more than twenty five thousand people into the Coliseum. Well, the Chargers played their first game in L.A. this weekend using the StubHub Center, home of the L.A. Galaxy, for the game, and it was against Jay Cutler and the Dolphins. Well, the only problem with what that was that there were uh, some people at the game. They packed that house. And most of them were Dolphins fans. Yeah, whoops, wrong team. Whoopsies. And, the, and that's impressive <laughs> considering Miami to L.A. is not a short trip. Nope. That's and it. you don't expect there to be many Miami fans <laughs> in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. But there they were. Um, in fact, uh, there were so many Dolphins fans at the game that a Let's Go Dolphins chant started and could be heard during the broadcast. Jesus, Goodell, get it together. Uh, <laughs> and, and at the end of the game, when the Chargers missed a game-winning field goal, because that's what the Chargers do, <laughs> the place erupted into the loudest registered volume of the game. Uh, and the real kicker, though, was that the tailgating lot at the stadium was a cool $100 that's for parking. fucking crazy. More to get into the game. Yeah. That's insane. I can't. Also, not a way to, to get people to come to your stadium. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, clearly, you're seeing LA is having a problem supporting NFL franchises. So, you should be doing everything you can to make it enticing to get to the game. Also, and $100 to park in the tailgate lot? Fuck you. Uh, also, Bill's Mafia ain't paying $100, and you get BJ's <laughs> in, the, in the stalls. So, I mean, I feel like for $100. You're not getting anything. You're seeing really crappy football <laughs> that you may or may not have wanted because it's a team that got You're seeing crappy football in a soccer stadium, so it's already yeah. weird. Like, that's a weird dynamic. And you got to pay $100 just to park your car. That's so weird, dude. And you don't get a BJ. No BJs. Awful. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Goodell, get it together. I will wait and talk about that because I'm, I'm interested to hear what you think about the... Uh, the latest story that broke about Goodell. We'll we'll get into that here in a little bit. Yes. Uh, moving on though. So <laughs> this is definitely my favorite story of the week. Oh, this is good, everybody. Uh, we Listen know up. we know Pay that attention. soccer fans, especially those in England, are pretty insane. These guys are all of Europe are nuts. <laughs> yeah, crazy. pretty much all of Europe. Um, and uh, frankly, they're extremely clever. I don't know if you watch any Premier League soccer no. or any Spanish Premier League. Like, nope. the the fans are very clever uh, with the chants that they come up with and the cheers. 
Well, Manchester United fans are catching a bit of flack for a song that they made up in support of a new Man U player, Romelu Lokaku. Uh, Lokaku is a Belgian-born soccer player. He signed with Man U back in July. He's basically a beast. He's one of five players to score 50 Premier League goals by his 23rd birthday, and he's the fourth player to score 80 goals by his 24th birthday. So he's just insane, uh, especially at that level of competition. That's kind of insane to uh, to be able to do that. So he's a, a goal-scoring machine. He also happens to be black. No, uh, oh. I don't bring that up just to like, hey, he's, uh, that's very relevant no, to the that story. No, that was the twist. <laughs> by the way, black. <laughs> uh, the song that they sing for Lukaku is, uh, it's got a uh, pretty um, big racial stereotype in it and uh they're they're getting some flack for this so let's uh why don't we just go ahead and play the song for you <laughs> and you will be singing it all week long to yourself New ringtone. <laughs> so if you couldn't quite hear from that uh, distorted sound uh, in the video, the lyrics are Romelu Lukaku. He's our Belgian scoring genius with a 24-inch penis, scoring our all our goals, belling by his toes. One thing I need to bring up, I feel like, for everybody, because I wasn't sure. I read it, and I was like, what the fuck does bellend mean? I don't I don't know that word, so I looked that up, and an English Urban Dictionary told me that bellend is an English slang term for the head of the dick. So, <laughs> this song is talking about how the head of his dick is in his toes. This is fantastic. <laughs> the only way it would have been better is if they somehow sandwiched the sneaky mandingo in there somewhere. <laughs> Well, basically, Manchester U and an anti-racism group are asking fans to stop singing the song because it is, quote, offensive and discriminatory. I mean, if anybody wants to sing this about me all day, (laughs) I will not be mad. Never. I would make this my ringtone and hey, call me. Call me right now. I got the best ringtone. You hear that? Yes, that's a crowd of people singing about the size of my dog. <laughs> so I'm awesome. Is this racist? That's my first question. Oh, no. thank you. It is not. It's it's very stereotypical, right? That you know I wouldn't what? call it, it, it racist. The, it becomes racist if it's something that's bad. Yeah, exactly. It's, it can't be. It can't be something that's complimentary, <laughs> right? And nobody's gonna be like, "Oh uh, man, guys, don't talk about my huge dick." <laughs> That, oh man! Can you, can you like? Uh, guys, can you like, lay off the what size? What really of my makes dick? me? What really makes me feel uncomfortable is when you say I have like a twenty-four inch dick. That really makes me feel awkward and uncomfortable because because I mean that's embellishing. <laughs> I mean it's only like sixteen, and you're giving false pretenses, and it just really puts me in this bad light. I just have a lot of pressure on myself then to like, I, feel like I'm going to disappoint. I'm a real people. person. I'm not just a walking <laughs> penis. There's more to me than just the size of my dog. There's no, more, there's more to me than my. Bellend. <laughs> yeah. I know this isn't this isn't racist. This is awesome. This is awesome for them singing it. And seriously, yeah. 
plenty everybody's heard if you know anything about european soccer it's also usually extremely racist <laughs> yes. and they usually have chants that are way worse mostly about opposing right teams players or whatever but it's usually along the lines of monkeys it's, and things like it's that it's very boston watching right sports. they throw bananas at the black players <laughs> that's offensive that's a problem but you know hey Singing about hey, one of your own players hey, having a huge you dong. Got a big dick. Uh, thank you. Was, <laughs> yeah, maybe no. that's what they should do. That would really fuck with the player's head. If you're just like, hey, you probably got a big old dick under them shorts. <laughs> uh, hey, 24, 24, yeah, you <laughs> heard you're packing. Yeah, <laughs> must be really hard to run around with that giant dick flopping around. <laughs> They're like, what is happening in this stadium? Must be a disability you got. You're really good at soccer, and you got a huge dick. Oh, take that. Oh, okay. I'll <laughs> just burn over. I just got scored on. Son of a bitch, it worked. <laughs> it's going to be my new thing whenever I go to sporting events. I'm just going to heckle by saying the guy's got a huge dick. <laughs> <laughs> the looks that you will receive from everybody else. That's going to be the best part about it, because nobody's going to know this story. No, this doesn't have any any background information on why you're screaming that the other team's players have huge dicks. How's that the game today? This guy is just screaming about the size of the other team's dicks. Weird. I, I think he was a Reds fan. I don't know. He was decked out in Reds gear, but he's just everybody was talking about their dicks. <laughs> I say Excellent. fans of Man U don't cave to the pressure. Keep the song going. Cheers to you. It is I when Scoring I found all the goals. <laughs> when I found this story earlier this week, I I listened to the song, laughed for a good 20 minutes and then kept playing it over and over again. I can't get the song out of my head. It makes me laugh every time too. It's really good. So good. All right, next story is about the Mets. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> because in the document, we've got, hey, we'll just read some of the emails. Oh, I don't you have to... any of the emails. Well, you could click the link. No, I could click the link. <laughs> but since I couldn't get this to format correctly, I bet that I'll have a problem there. All right, I'll do this story, and then you can, you can do right, the last story. All right, wrap up the last story, one. Right. Uh, so there oh, was... Cheryl wants everybody to know, too, that we're getting married in 50 days. 50 days. 50. 50. <laughs> Congrats, Cheryl. I know you're excited. Um, it's going to be awesome. That's going to be a good time. And we got some fun stuff planned for that, yeah, one, that weekend. We That's going to be a good show. We'll talk about that another time. Anyways, so uh, we, we think we found the person with the hardest job in sports, and that is the guy that has to sell season tickets to the 2018 New York Mets. Uh, as we've talked about in depth on this show throughout this year. Mets got problems. The Mets are a dumpster fire from their mascot <laughs> flipping off fans. Harvey getting accosted by having yes. his ex-girlfriend's name shouted at him. See, they should have just yelled he had a big old dick. <laughs> might have thrown him off, too. <laughs> he might have gotten thrown off, but he's going to feel good about himself. He's not really pissed off that they brought up his uh, ex-girlfriend. True. Well, anyways, this that, has gone... That young Mets fan would have... Oh, yeah. Could you imagine Mets him fan. getting all pissed off and <laughs> screaming about dick sizes? All eight years old and inappropriate. <laughs> 
I mean, he's already cussing up a storm. It couldn't be that far of a leap to be talking about yeah, exercise, that's, right? That's tame for what that kid is right. saying. Uh, well, anyways, this is, uh, this email exchange has gone viral this week. Uh, so a, a guy named Dylan, who works for the Mets, sent an email to somebody by the name of Robert. Uh, he said, hey, you haven't received my voicemails, haven't heard from you, and as your personal membership consultant, I'd love to connect with you and learn more about what brings you out to Mets games. Also, I'd love to show you around, uh, give you behind-the-scenes look at City Field, blah, blah, blah. Basically, here's my sales pitch. So, Robert responded with this email. (laughs) Dylan, buddy, I feel for you. I really do. (laughs) You might have one of the toughest jobs in all of America. I would literally rather be getting human feces thrown at me by prison inmates as correction officers than have your job. How in the world do you expect you? How in the world do they expect you to get tickets sold for 2018 with the current team? Do they expect you to use Hansel Robles or Tommy Malone as a bargaining chip, <laughs> or is it all about promoting Tim Tebow and his 226 single A average? <laughs> they trade away every player they could for money, only to be money they aren't going to spend on improving the team with, anyways. The highlight of this pathetic season was Mr. Met giving the finger to a fan and a giant black dildo in Kevin Ploiecki's oh, locker. Yeah, the black dildo. <laughs> There's nothing fun to associate with the Mets. I don't need a personal membership consultant because I'm not buying tickets to this team until the Wilpons either sell the team or open up their wallets and let the cobwebs out to anything <laughs> and actually put a winning product on the field. And who the hell thought of the idea of turning City Field into a nine-hole golf course? They'll do anything for money, huh? Dylan, again, none of this was directed at you. You're doing your incredibly difficult job, and I commend you for that. I apologize if you felt offended at all, but goddamn, this franchise is fucking horrible and has ruined the last 25 years of my baseball life. They practically killed David Wright. Tell Ray Ramirez and his training staff to suck a fat one while you're at it. Later, Dylan. Sincerely, Bobby, your average Mets fan in 2017. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh, my I, uh, Thank you guys for bearing with us as we read through that. I, there just wasn't going to be anything better. There's a better. lot of goodness in that email. You just had to, you had to experience that email. And that goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Sometimes as a fan, you're just like, Fuck this team. I, I, yeah. I hope they all die. But guaranteed, he'll still be watching the Mets. He's going to go to Mets games. Yeah. And he, he's, said it, he, he admitted as such, 25 years. Yeah. The past 25 right. years of his life have been ruined. You're not going to just give that all away? You're not just going to throw that away? Right. right. It's inside of you. Yep. So Party. there you go. Mets news. Mets. Wom. Fuck him. <laughs> no sympathy for him. <laughs> and all right, let's wrap up Upper Deck here with a little boxing news. And this is this MMA is news. This isn't boxing. Oh, that's right. We're going back to MMA. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> this is was MMA before Connor decided to box, and now we're back. And anyway, <laughs> MMA news. Uh, so our boy, Connor McGregor, was attending the press conference in Madison Square Garden last year leading up to his fight with Eddie Alvarez. During the presser, someone asked McGregor a question, and UFC fighter Jeremy Stevens, who was fighting on the undercard, jumped in and interrupted Connor. And this is where the infamous line that we all love from McGregor comes <laughs> back, where he waited for a second before turning around saying, Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> the line Classic. followed Stevens around ever since, and clearly it's been bugging him, as evidenced by this. 
This week, Stevens tweeted out a picture of himself with a woman in the caption, hashtag, your mom knows who to fook. <laughs> Winking emoji, middle finger emoji. <laughs> that, my friends, is one of the best clapbacks ever. <laughs> Even if it took a whole year. It took a year, almost to the day, a year to the day. And he was just like, oh, I got him. I finally got him. How long do you think he's been like hoping for something like that to happen? A How year? long do you think he's been planning for that after that? <laughs> like after he got the the moment happened, after he was asked who the fuck this is, <laughs> he had to have started right then plotting his revenge. Not knowing what it was going to be, but I'm gonna get that motherfucker. There's no way I'm, like, I'm just gonna let that's not gonna follow me around for the rest of my life. He will pay. Uh, I love it. I love that he went out of his way. What is, what, is he going up to like every Irish woman? Like, excuse me, are you Conor McGregor's mom? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's are you Conor McGregor's interesting mom? Interesting to find out. <laughs> like, how do you stumble upon Conor McGregor's mom a year later? Also, like, then one take photo. Me? Yeah, I was going to say, asking for that photo, doesn't that get a little awkward? Wouldn't she wonder why you wanted a photo with her? Right. Unless he's like, oh, hey, I'm real good friends with your son. Can we get a picture? I want to send been, it to him. If he's been plotting a while, <laughs> he had it thought out. So he, he knew he had it scripted what he was going to say if he ever ran into Conor McGregor's mother. No doubt about I it. I love the middle finger emoji, too, in, that, the, in the tweet. It was the cherry on top. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag your mom knows who to fook. <laughs> so good. Uh, this has been Upper Deck, brought to you, as always, by Audible.com and by the 2018 New York Mets. <laughs> Go check them out at City Field. Uh, Dylan can hook you up with some tickets. <laughs> Another team that's in the doldrums. Uh, <laughs> friend of the show, Matt Mead, says the Colts uh, fall into the column of being terrible, that their uh, tickets are going for $10. Ooh. It's hard to sell the Colts when you don't have your starting quarterback. Is that just for this week, or or was that last week that they dropped? Because this week, it's I mean, it well, is. Well, they played. Did they play are, two road games? I they started know. the season in L.A. I don't know where they were this. Past I was going to say this past week. I don't know. But all I know is Colts Browns. Mm, that's that, a tough sell. I feel like that should be ten dollars no matter who's playing. Right. <laughs> you, you could resurrect the the Peyton Manning Colts <laughs> and whatever short AFC wannabe champion Browns team, the Ernest Biner, <laughs> the Ernest Biner Browns. I guess that's as good as they get. Ozzie Newsome. Yeah, I mean you you can bring those two teams together, and tickets should probably still be ten bucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, there you go. Matt said last week was home. They were eleven dollars for the home opener. <laughs> they spiked a dollar more. <laughs> Woo! Is that surcharge? <laughs> <laughs> we can get an extra buck out of everybody because it's the home opener. Ah, oh, that's brutal. We had a call during Upper Deck. Uh, somebody left a voicemail here. So let's listen to this, and then we'll get into White Motherfucker. How's that sound? Does that sound like a plan to you? I can't wait. <laughs> All right, here we Hi, go. Hi, two-week listener, first-time caller. <laughs> um, I wanted to know what you thought about people yelling at the screen when they're watching a game. Like, no one can hear you. <laughs> so that's dumb, right? Just wanted your thoughts. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> well, the bye really capped it. Bye. Um, um, I do that, so. I do it yeah. all the fucking time. It depends on what it is, too. I definitely talk to the television screen. I'm also the same person at the movie theater who gets 
pissed when people clap at the end. They can't fucking hear you. <laughs> and those people would be sitting there watching me watch a sports game. They can't fucking hear you. But whatever. Yeah, I do it. I'm all right with it. During the Notre Dame-Georgia game, I, I was out back uh, watching it on the projector in the backyard, and the neighbors were having a party, and they... I think they went inside a few times because I was screaming. I, I guess it just depends. Uh, if you're getting people to go inside, I was just going to, <laughs> that doesn't help what I was going to say. It depends on how animated you're getting and how, I mean, you know, me screaming at the TV now is a little bit different than screaming at the TV when the Niners were like going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Last night it was just, Jesus, man, how are you going to do that? And I, I was very <laughs> like, okay, you know, I know what's going to happen. Overall, it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's been times. Yeah. Uh, I probably needed to check myself. And afterwards, I felt really bad. But, you know, in the moment. See, I don't scream as much now. Maybe it's because of the, the kid that I don't scream as much now. Definitely the kid. But I do voice my frustration on social media. If anybody ever wants to know how Notre Dame's doing, you can just check my Facebook and or Twitter. Tyson usually loves when you're on down. Facebook during... Notre Dame games. <laughs> Absolutely loves it. It's a it's normally a meltdown. He no less than what? Five or six times a game <laughs> told you that you needed help. Yeah, yeah, he did hit me <laughs> with that one. Well that was even that was even like afterwards where I was like, I've had time to calm down. Yeah, Here's you're where. you're like re- it was the day after reflective post. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the like, calm you need, one. You need to help you need to get help. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, I actually laughed at that because I thought Wait, this is Mike actually being rational and calming yeah. down. You think he needs help now? <laughs> you should have seen it when I almost broke my fucking TV. <laughs> yeah, uh, so basically, uh, I don't got any problem with it. I understand how it goes. I, yeah, I, I can't really judge anybody. But nope, man, if you I'm, clap at the movies at the end, I will, <laughs> I will hit you. I, and I will judge the shit out of you. Don't do it. Uh, by the way, Brian said he can't wait for Lose Losers. I can't either. I'm excited to hear this week's uh, always, call. Always a so favorite. So stick around, Brian. Thanks for tuning back in. Ken wants to know Notre Dame. Yes, Ken, yelling about Notre Dame because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, this is So Notre Dame plays Michigan State this week, and that's the, uh, the infamous Mikey V meltdown from the Detroit radio show. Have you ever heard that before? Mm, I think I have. I'm sure you've heard it. I was it. just going to say, uh, I feel like I have, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Dude Ghost Barty. loses his... <laughs> of course he does. Of course he <laughs> said that, Ken. Crabbreed Sports, who's this? Hello? Hey, what's up? Hi. Who's this? First time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> my name. Hey, Katie, how are you? <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, so if you're FaceTiming your nephew and every time they say, Papa, what would you do? Well, that's a, a weird thing to ask on the sports show. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like an internal family matter. Uh, <laughs> I would say you just well, appreciate the actually, fact that your nephew is there. says whatever we want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> She's got you God there. God damn it. That's a good point. Anyways, just appreciate the fact that you're seeing your nephew. doesn't matter that he doesn't want to talk to you. <laughs> just, just enjoy the fact that he's around and you get to see him. Gonna... Did we lose you, Katie? Well, I was just talking to this guy that I'm hanging out with right now. We're drinking beer together. 
Yeah. Tends to be how it goes when you're hanging out with somebody. We finished an 18-pack already. Well, wait, hang on. When did you start? Because if you started yesterday, that's not that impressive. We started at dinner when we were eating filet mignon. Oh, all Now right. you're just humble bragging. Yeah, all right. Well, uh, tell Dad uh, he can make me some steak <laughs> next time he's in town. <laughs> Um, I have another question for you. Sure. I heard that Andy Dalton was being traded to the Browns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah? Go on. Well, really? (laughs) For the third round pick. (laughs) For a third round pick. All right. Well, Well, man, the... uh... Browns are dumb. They're, they're overpaying for him. Yeah, no, Browns are dumb. I wouldn't give you a third-round pick for Dalton right now. Don't get me wrong. I think Dalton's the oh. best option they have in Cincinnati, but he's not. It good. would be such a Browns move to do. It would be a Browns move to do. <laughs> Katie, you're a Browns fan. How are you? What do you think about Kaiser so far this year? Um. Well, you know, I love Kaiser because he came from the good team. Yeah. So yeah. I love Kaiser. Those Central Catholic <laughs> Fighting Irish back in Toledo. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right, so you're a Kaiser fan. Is he going to play this weekend? Regardless of how bad he sucks. <laughs> now. I think he needs to – he holds the ball for too long. Ah, that's, his, that's a rookie thing. I think – I feel like that's a lot of rookie guys. Actually, you want your quarterback – like, I think that's a good thing that as a, a – Rookie quarterback, no, uh, you know, making his first starts to not force throws and throw interceptions is actually good that he's taking sacks. No. Don't give me that look. Yeah, but that's seven stupid. times. How is that a game? good? That's not. How are you saying that's not a good thing? That you sounds rather, like some Brian Kelly logic. You would rather a rookie quarterback try to force a throw and get picked off seven times in a game instead of getting sacked seven times. I'd rather no, not have hurt. him do either. I, I mean, I definitely I am not yes, you want him to, you want him to <laughs> throw I, I it away, you're but trying the, the sack, if you if I you have no chance, because let's trying face, to say, but oh, I don't think, you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I don't think you're, it's coming out how it's, it's supposed to. It's Yeah, I totally want you to just sit back there and take sex. No, shows, I'm just saying. It shows that you're mature and not forcing that balls. it's a better option than trying to force throws and and getting picked off. That's what I'm saying. I'd rather my quarterback take a sack so, than try to force a throw and get so, in there. So it's throwing the ball away, but... You're suggesting we take a lots of downs and yards? <laughs> okay. But if you can't even get out of the pocket, you can't throw the ball away? I don't want you to be my head coach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we've established that I, I can't coach Little League. <laughs> I can't coach in the NFL. I suck at life. Fine. Thanks for calling, Katie. That's what I think. <laughs> Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. I know. I've Go called ahead. 13 times until you finally open this. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, did. I left a voicemail and everything. We played it. Thanks for watching. Oh. <laughs> no, okay. That's what I was going to tell you. That's what I was trying to tell you. So my right, live so Facebook isn't working. Is anyone else complaining about that? Is what? Say that again. Is anyone else complaining? I cannot watch this on Facebook. Nope. Nobody is complaining about it. People are actually... Uh, We've actually got 200 viewers at the moment. Commenting like crazy. Well, then what's happening? Mine says three people are watching Get it. a technology update. <laughs> you must be going through a tunnel. So I don't know where 200 came from. And it won't let me turn it on. It's like you guys are paused. Like it looks like a picture. A picture. 
and there's no sound. Pixels? I don't know what a pixer is. You don't know what a picture is? You oh, know, picture. Like said, okay. <laughs> is that what you said? Kate, it was I feel like you're holding the you. bowl and uh, taking a sack here, so this <laughs> seems to be like the Berlon family uh, method of doing things. All right, well, thanks for the call. Kate, I love you. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Casey on AOL still. <laughs> Rate said 197 left when Katie called. <laughs> wow. Savage. I dig it. Uh, <laughs> man. All right. Let's get into... Uh... Mute the phone lines for a minute so we can do this without everybody calling. <laughs> All right. I, w- I, I want to chug my Zima in, in private. <laughs> yeah, and there it was. Some asshole trying to call. All right. Here we go. We're going to mute this line. Uh, so this question for you, Scott. Because for those of you that don't know, uh, each week we find out if I am a white motherfucker. And if I get it wrong, I have to do a shot of hypnotic. And if I get it right, Scott has to chug a Zima. Uh, He'll he'll eventually get back to getting iced. By the way, didn't I tell you I was going to forget those? You did. They're at home. That's all right. We got one more. Um, I checked. I think maybe not. One more Zima. We'll check. We'll check again before you leave. One more Zima, though. Yeah, one more Zima. Okay. Uh, So if I get it right, Scott has to uh, chug a Zima. Uh, so, last week, I got it right, and Scott was iced, quote-unquote. God damn it, what the fuck, man? You haven't even had it yet. I know. <laughs> the worst. It's preemptive. My body already knows. Holy shit. Oh, man. This is my favorite thing that's ever happened on oh, the damn. show. You got preemptive hiccups. Holy shit. Anyways, so Ooh. if uh, if I get the question right, I then get to ask Scott the next week to find out if Scott is a white motherfucker. So here comes this week's question to find out, Scott, if you are a white motherfucker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cheryl said that's why I always go home smelling like carbonated piss. <laughs> oh, can't wait for those 50 days to be up. Woo. <laughs> That's my boo. All right. In the late 90s, early 2000s, there was a rapper that kind of took over. You could see him on TRL all the time, uh, and he was associated with another big act. Uh, The rapper in question is Diddy, P. Diddy, Uh, and he was also associated with the notorious B.I.G. Along with Diddy... (laughs) (laughs) You are a, you are such an asshole because along with Diddy, now I know where this is going. But you keep don't going. know where you don't know where this is oh, going. No, I know what you're doing. Every Diddy you're song featured asshole. somebody else on it, and in the early days, that was Mace. All right, so Mace, Diddy, and Notorious B.I.G. were huge in the early '90s. <laughs> you son of a bitch! What were their real names? <sighs> Two of these, two of these are a gimme. That's that's the problem because you started (laughs) off with the two that you knew that I knew, and I'm like, I don't, I, and I should know it. Motherfucker was a pastor. Yes, yeah, I think he still is. I think that's why. Well, but when he came back, it was all like clean rap. He's when he came back with Welcome Back, it was he's like everything's edited. But yeah, but then he did do a verse that wasn't. 
whatever. Dirty. Christopher Wallace and Sean Combs. But yep. I don't fucking know Mace's name. I, I don't, and I'm not apologizing for that either. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know Mace's name. That makes me a white motherfucker, <laughs> then fuck it. I'm assuming it says Mace on his driver's license with the, <laughs> with da- the, with the cash <laughs> sign for the S. <laughs> fuck it. That would have been amazing. His real name is Mason Betha, is his real name. That's funny, because I've heard him say Mason Betha a billion times. I never knew that he was shouting out his own name. Uh, that's so lame. Uh, I had to do a name. Okay. One well, no, I know. After you gave was, me the name, yeah. and it's only fair that you triple up. But that—that that was the shitty part because Loudmouth Network chimed in and got it right. You started. <laughs> you started with the two that you knew that I would know, and then hit me with oh, oh so what's because I didn't want to just come out and be like, hey, what's Mace's real name? Like that would be right. a shitty way to do that. I I wanted you to have had to be a damn. Maybe if up. you got maybe if you got the ball rolling, you'd be okay. But you uh, you did get it wrong. So that means you get to get iced. So for the second week in a row, I am not a white motherfucker. No, this one's a white motherfucker. <laughs> I just for two weeks in a row happened to be a whiter motherfucker. I guess. Well, I guess I wasn't really a white motherfucker. You weren't last a white week. motherfucker last week. You, yeah, you weren't. But yeah. This week, I guess I'm a white motherfucker. <laughs> and there goes Scott chugging the Zima, like the fans love to. Oh man, you had to stop. It's extra carbonated. <laughs> Oh my god I've never seen you have to stop I know Oh shit man I either didn't have enough room Or there's more carbonation in this thing than ever Cheryl said uh, You already know you can't remember black guys names <laughs> My future wife You good man? You feeling alright? Yeah I'm fine Did that, did that cure your hiccups? <laughs> Woo! That was rough. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Just to make things fair, and so that you don't feel uh, too out of the loop, we have eleven shares on the video right now. If we get to twenty shares before we get to consume it or can it, I'll have I'll have a shot of hypnotic. Fair enough. Share right. the show. So. <laughs> That's why our son's names are Jordan and Luke. Jordan is named after a black guy. What the hell is that? Luke technically could be too. Luke Cage. Yes, and that's part of it. Yeah, it's mostly Skywalker, but whatever. <laughs> you white motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was not helping my case any. <laughs> but Jordan is definitely named after a black man. <laughs> oh shit! This is Ben. <laughs> Joe right away shared that post. He's like, "I want Mike to drink that hypnotic." <laughs> We're sharing the shit out of this show. <laughs> Uh, this has been this week's uh, White Motherfucker. Tune in next week to see if I can stump Scott again because I get to ask another question. Here's the worst part. It took me a while to try to figure out a question, too. I was like, I'm a, I'm a white motherfucker. I can't think of a question. <laughs> Graf Root Sports, who's this? Hello? Hello? Mike. Hey, Pops. It's my dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Sorry, Pops. Just, first of all, first of all, let me just say, either one of you two assholes <laughs> would drink hypnotic or Zima. You got to have your freaking heads again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, it. Well, it's not willingly. I mean, it's so a punishment. That. It's yeah. It's supposed to be. Yeah. You don't want to have something good yeah. for the punishment. So it's not. Yeah. yeah. I, 
I don't care if you're white or black. You're an asshole. <laughs> well, right. and, now, and now to my, my sports question of the week. Yes. So the, big, uh, the big game around Youngstown tomorrow is the 9 o'clock flag football game with uh, <laughs> young Vic Burrow on the third playing for Pitt <laughs> against the Tennessee team that's loaded to the gills. Sons of any, bitches. Any line on that game, Mike? <laughs> I heard from Vegas that, uh, that Pitt's getting 14 points. That's that's what I heard. I don't it's know. Getting fourteen. Yeah, we're gonna have to ask uh, Lou the dog to see what he th- what he thinks on this one. Well, I, I know Little V's been hampered by a hamstring, but <laughs> I I heard he's I heard he's better. <laughs> this is great. Uh, As yeah. your sister chimes in and says, "Go pit." <laughs> I thought she couldn't yeah. watch. And, <laughs> hey. hey. And big and big Vic's going to be there to to cheer his son on, so that's good for a touchdown. At least. You know <laughs> How much are you going to be swearing in the stands when things aren't going well? Because I've seen yeah. you at sporting and, events; it gets ugly quick. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know who that crazy woman was that talked to you earlier. This <laughs> I'm on my second beer of the night. I, that's all I've had. <laughs> that sounds about right. That you would have had two, and she would have had sixteen. Yeah. That sounds about accurate. <laughs> Of course, they chugged a six-pack of Zima, though. Now I'm pissing every two seconds. As long as you don't have the hiccups, that's all that matters. All right, Pops. Well, uh, I love you. Go pit. All right. We'll see you. Have a good night, guys. Good night. Awesome. I love when your dad calls in. I know. That's my favorite. I just love that he will, like... Just call us assholes. <laughs> just right off no bones bat. about it. He's gonna give us phone lines are blowing up. I tonight. love it. Craft Breed Sports, who's this? Hey guys, Brian from Louisville again this week. How are you? Hey Brian, hey, what's going what's on, up, man? Buddy? Hey, just hanging out, uh drinking some summer sandy. It's so hot down here. Yeah, dude, it's a it's not too rough. late for that. <laughs> yeah, Brian, have you ever had summer shandy mixed with yingling? No, how is it? It's amazing. Uh, my really? my dad my dad invented it. Well, there's a family debate over who de- who invented <laughs> of it. Of course there is. My dad claims that he invented it. Uh, Katie says she invented it. Vic also will take the the <laughs> But do half and half. Half Yingling, half Summer Shandy. It tastes like an Arnold Palmer. It's amazing. No shit. It's so uh, good. Not, Why are you just give that a rhyme one? No, no. Yeah. It, Once the dang. weather gets a little colder here, I'll be drink switching over to the bourbon, so There you go. That's a that's a good choice. I mean, you're in Kentucky. Hey, you fellas, gotta, was, you gotta do bourbon. <laughs> fellas, I was given. I'm a big Louisville fan, and since we got our asses handed to us last week, I figured I would uh, get your all thoughts on Big Blue against Gator Nation this week. The 30 game win streak on the line. Let's go, Gators. <laughs> <laughs> that is that's spoken like somebody who is not a fan of the Gators and is uh, an anti fan of Kentucky. <laughs> Am I am I right in assuming that? Did we lose? Him? Did we lose Brian? 
Oh, yep, he's gone. Okay, well, uh, well inter- <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough, um, that is one of the games. We, the that pick. is one of our pickums this week, and I was just discussing that's a tough matchup because it's very tough. Florida is down a game since they didn't play one due to the hurricane, right. so they're one and one. And then Kentucky's three and zero, oh, uh, perhaps a little bit surprisingly, although they've played well um, the last couple of years. But still, to start off three and zero oh, in the SEC, no matter what the circumstances are, that's still tough. And they I don't haven't know. really played anybody, though. They haven't, but, I mean, they're at home. And this is the type of game that, man, Florida has not been the same since Tebow left. It's been right. a revolving door of yeah. what the hell. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I, really I, I, don't, I don't know what to make of them since Tebow left. They've just kind of been floating in, in oddness where people will still pick them and they, they seem to have these teams, but then they've really underperformed. And then sometimes they just really sucked and quarterbacks have ventured in and out. I I don't know. I, that, that game's a toss It's a to really me. tough game to pick. Um, I, I'm going Florida in that one. Let's see what uh, this next caller has to say. Craft Root Sports, who's this? Hello? What the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we answered the phone. You guys are like... No, there was like a there was a noise that sounded like uh, Karate Kid. You know where they spun that thing with uh, when he's fighting in Japan or whatever. <laughs> the plate? No, he's talking I, about the little the, 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 the drum thing. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> I got you. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, listen. Well, I, Vic, I thanks for first of all, thanks for that. thanks for completing the Burlon family trifecta on, <laughs> on the show today. Oh, nice. Uh, you're... Sweet. Well. <laughs> I, I really wasn't going to call in, but fuck Scott, man. There was Kevin Mack and fucking Ernest Biner. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're getting mad at a dick. I hadn't either. I was like, wait a minute, fuck me Brian, for what? <laughs> Brian Sipe and Frank Minifield, Hanford Dixon. Go fuck yourself, Scott. Oh, okay. All those are you, illustrious you're a Browns. You're fan, aren't you? Yeah. Aren't you? Yeah, they. What, who the fuck? You can't talk shit about an organization. <laughs> Sure, I can. They're the Browns of the West Coast now. Jed York is fine. You might as well just put the stadium in the ocean. He's trying to thing right off the cliff, man. This makes valid you points. Fired your best coach since, you fired your best coach since Bill Walsh. Yeah. That's he's true. rolling over in his grave right now. I don't, is he, I don't know if he's dead or not. Maybe he's he not is dead. Over in his grave. Is he dead? <laughs> he's been dead is for he like dead? six or seven years. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I thought. I kind of thought he was dead, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> Good to cover your tracks, though, just in case. <laughs> yeah, um, no problem. No, you're welcome. Vic, Listen, be- before I, I, you called in, hang on. Before you called in, we were talking about the uh, the UK-Florida game. As somebody who uh, is also a graduate of Cardinal Mooney High School, uh, home of Mark Stoops, uh, UK's coach, who do you have in that Florida-UK game? I took – fuck Florida. I took UK, baby. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, Vic also coached one of the middle linebackers that plays for UK, Courtney Love. Yes. Oh, correct. really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. The best name in uh, the best name in college football, Courtney Love. Yes. Yeah. So uh, that's a you know kind of family connection there. Uh, they fair enough. He right, gave yeah. him Vic and Papa Plus, Vic gave him the after what Florida did to me last week. I'm never picking them. I'm never picking. Should have picked against them. They <laughs> ripped my heart out. Damn those the fucking Cowboys. God damn it. Well, you should have known better to bet on the Cowboys. I watched yeah. I, I I they won the net they won the week before and then Zeke Elliott, I don't know what happened to him, he 
strained his vagina or something. <laughs> Came out and did absolutely nothing. Nine, what do you have? Eight carries for nine yards or something? I thought I could do that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, I, 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 I got to get back on track this week with the picks because I just got a sign from God today. Oh, dear God, I was I don't sitting like there this. scrolling through my phone. As I was sitting there scrolling through my phone. Michael, you and I talked about uh, last week about uh, my punishment of maybe bringing in ICP. Uh, you guys, the interview. Yeah, yeah. Six six days ago, they marched on Washington. Yeah, ICP they... and the Juggalos to get their message out about being <laughs> called a gang by the FBI. <laughs> Jesus, wasn't there I also like a Nazi march? Show now. <laughs> And They'll if come I can't, to promo their cause. <laughs> yeah, they got they got to get you know. Come on now, Juggalos they got to get United. out and talk about it. Plus, then you guys might be on an FBI watch list. Oh, that's like a twofer. Oh, great! And then Tillman will come knock Girl. on the door and fucking murder <laughs> us. <laughs> or a fourfer. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but I, or if I can't get that, I get some uh, Juggalos. I'm, they don't have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know if you ever seen those people, but uh, they don't have jobs. So I'll get some of the juggalos out. We'll come to your basement with some fago. Sweet, it'll be sweet time. <laughs> uh, when we when we talked about this, I I still don't have clarification. If you do get ICP to come do the show, do I have to call him uh, Mister? Mister Two Dope, or is he just? Do I just call him Shaggy Two Dope? I don't I don't understand the rules. Uh, Mr. Violent J. Uh, it'd be Mr. J, because violence is first name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be Mr. J to you. <laughs> Jim says whoop whoop, so there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be so there. That would be fantastic if I could make that happen. Seriously, going to look into that. Like I said, I, I honestly didn't think they were doing anything right now, so I figured I'd probably get them cheap, but I, I don't know now. Yeah, and other big timers. They got. They, <laughs> what, weren't there Nazis yeah, marching at the know, same time? It was like Nazis and Juggalos together. That? I think it was Nazis and Juggalos like marching at the same that's time quite in the Washington. Group of people. Yeah, oh, man. that's like the when you're like, yeah, all right, Nazis, <laughs> Juggalos, and politicians. What could hey, go wrong? Hey, Kim Jong Un, what, what are you up to, bud? <laughs> Can you make it to Washington? Where's the terrorist attack when you need where, I'm glad where you said it. On that one? I'm glad you said it. So you're on the list, and yeah, not me. You would all think everybody's thinking it. Nazis and Juggalos. Come on, aren't they kind of probably they're probably the same people though, right? No, <laughs> no, that's way different. No. Yeah, way different. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I figured. I don't know. Not the Juggalos think and, uh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't imagine. I don't imagine a lot of black Juggalos. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> no. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's a very specific, you know, age group of white males. Uh, yeah, you're Kinda right. Like Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vic. Well, let's not see lot, if uh... not, not a lot of black Nazis. <laughs> I would. I would fair. say. I would say that's a fair. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, all right, well, let's see if you can improve on your uh, on your points here this week because you're at 17. Oh, that's not good. Maybe Katie was right. Maybe the video is bad. That's what I'm bad. saying. 
Everybody else is watching. People it was on my in. phone, fine. Oh, all but right. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know either. Vic, uh, you think you're going to do better this week in the picks? I, yeah, week? I hope so. <laughs> I, I you dropped out of first that. place. How's that feel? Too- <laughs> How's that feel not being in first place anymore? I, I mean, I don't. I, it, wait, I'm tied with you, right? And I'm beating Scott. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'm still in strike. I'm still in striking distance. It's all right. You're no longer perfect. It's a long, se- it's a long season. <laughs> Are you tied with get, me? Well, did I get eight last week or se- seven or eight? Uh, I don't know. Not enough. Yes. You're at seventeen. Correct. You got seventeen. <laughs> Uh, valid point. Valid point. <laughs> I know. I, like I said, I know the Cowboys really fucked me by laying down in Denver. And then yeah. you blew it, man. Uh, who oh, and Green Bay. Fuck Green Bay too. <laughs> they did fuck me. They really, they really screwed me over too. Aaron Rodgers, go talk to your brother or something. Make a phone call, Dick. <laughs> he deserved. He deserved to lose that game. Uh, all right, man. I mean, everybody, his own family, his own family hates that dude. <laughs> this is true. All That's right, well, listen, point. I'm going into work. I'll, I'll holler at you guys later. All right, see you, Vic. Thanks see you, for Vic. calling, man. Bye. <laughs> all right. Uh, if my mom or my other sisters could call in, that'd be great. Uh, to, <laughs> to just we won't stop. We won't go off the air until the Berlin <laughs> clan all calls in. Uh, we're we're getting close to the shares. We got 15 shares, so. Uh, you know, did you just pin the whoop whoop comment? I did not. I was trying to figure out how that happened. I was like, why does it say that his, his comment is pinned? It like froze for me. Everything's frozen. I, I can oh, see the shit. thing, but I did not pin it. All right. Well, there's there's a lot of questions on Facebook Live, so let's get into lose losers for this week. All uh, right, because people are clamoring for it. We're talking about the picks, anyways. So here is lose losers for this week. Here I am, Lou the dog. I'm dishing out losers through the fog. One and one in week three. My Gators pick was legit. And yeah, my cards got rocked, but I won't quit. I'm four and two on the year. My picks are hot like fire. Take them to church and preach to the choir. Game number one, Mississippi State at Georgia. It's the Bulldog Bowl, this version from Athens, GA. Mississippi State comes to town. It'll be a hot day. Neither dog has tasted defeat, and the ones from Starkville are full of Bayou Bengal meat. State destroyed the Cajun putty pack, and as a dog myself, I say congrats. Fitzgerald can run and also pass. Look for him to keep his foot on the gas. The Georgia dog's defense is a work of art, led by the old Bama D.C. head coach Kirby Smart. Sony Michael returns, and he's no electronic. He's a damn good back, fast like Sonic. These dogs will fight to determine the pack leader. The loser is relegated to a Walmart greeter. It'll stay close for a quarter or three. Eventually, one dog will catch a flea. As it goes, every dog has his day, and this one belongs to the Peach State Stray. Lose, loser, Mississippi State, 19-27. to Game number two, Penn State at Iowa. The Hawkeyes host the Nittany Lions. Two mascots made up by some drunk Aztecs or Mayans. Why would you name yourself after one part of a bird? And the Nittany Lions sounds like a nerd. Regardless of that, they'll play a football game, and that part, at least, is not too lame. Penn State comes in feeling good, but after all that Sandusky stuff, I don't think they should. They are 3-0 but haven't faced the test. We'll learn soon if the Big Ten champs are still the best. One thing is for sure, Saquon Barkley is a man. He might be a lion, but this dog's a fan. Iowa may have trouble slowing him down. I suggest the help of that scary clown. 
The Steeler lookalikes are out for revenge. Their 41-14 beatdown a year ago will make you cringe. At home, they'll stay close for a little while, but Penn State is too much and will win in style. Lose, loser. Iowa, 13-31. Ooh, that's a Big Ten ass whooping. Yeah, especially in the Big Ten. You know, yeah. Man, that's brutal. I, <laughs> 31 points, that's like three weeks, <laughs> weeks worth of points for Big Ten schools. I agree with them on that one, though. I think Penn State rolls up Iowa. Yeah, I initially thought that was hard to pick, and then I thought about it some more and thought, no. Yeah. Penn State should be. I also hate that he's probably right about that Georgia game because I, I can't root for Georgia in anything the rest of the year. Fuck them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they did what they were supposed to do? Because they're motherfuckers as well. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right, then. But I, I picked Georgia in that game, too. Shocker. <laughs> to say the least. And on Facebook Live, Lou uh, chimed in to give a little bonus pick in the, the comment section. And uh, he picked uh, Florida to beat UK in, the, in that game. So there's another, there's a bonus lose-loser pick for you. Wow. Uh, Lou dishing out that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, NFL games this week, man, I don't know. There's... Week three, after <laughs> you still don't really know who teams yeah, are and what they're gonna, what they're capable of. There's a lot of interesting matchups, though. I specifically picked a lot of undefeated, and then the one somebody's got to win match between the Browns and the Colts. But somebody doesn't have to win; those two probably find a way to tie. <laughs> Make sure that neither goes home a winner. They're that bad right now. <laughs> That would be amazing. Yeah, I would. <laughs> and I'd also screw up all the picks because <laughs> we'd all just get a neutral. Yeah, I don't know how just that get would a punt. work. I, I would imagine it'd just be a push and nobody it's loses gotta and be, nobody right? wins. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. Because with a tie, I guess they they would just basically delete that game, essentially. Yeah, and we'd be playing it out of nine games for the week. That'd be weird. That it's would weird. actually be funny. I'm kind of rooting for that. No, I want it to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah, the rest of the games, I don't know. There's nothing really that... that stands out to me as like a good game that I mean we were talking about it before picking games for this week was brutal to try to narrow it down to 10 games was like what what do you even take yeah this is a rough go but I think we got some good ones in there and again it'll test I feel like week two was a uh, a much better test as far as the uh, the toughness of the matchups in week yeah. two. Like week one was kind of a, a week starter one was week. A, week one which, was definitely softball which, games. Yeah, which was you know exemplified by Vic getting 10 for 10. Um, <laughs> and then in week two, he came back down to earth and got seven. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we, we showed his boss. But Pat Sillery in the uh, the early lead only has one wrong through two weeks. So yeah, killing it. Killing it. Uh, shout out to Greg, by the way. Greg, uh, first time viewer chiming in on Facebook. Says, oh, hey, Greg. Uh, Good to have you. Love all the sports talk. I had to check it out. Appreciate you checking us out, Greg. Hope you tune back in. Uh, let's talk about this, man. This, it's All right, where do we go? What do we want to do? Let's do this one first uh, because we mentioned baseball. it in the upper deck. Oh, okay. All right. Or we'll go into baseball oh, wait, and then come back into baseball. Oh, okay. We're going back to the – no, no, no. Okay, you're right. Let's, yeah. let's stick with the Chargers. Thing. So uh, it came out this week that there are rumblings within the NFL – uh, that the NFL may want to send the Chargers back to San Diego. <laughs> and this actually, there's another part to this, too, where, to center. where L.A., the, I think it was the mayor of L.A. was like, yeah, yeah we, we didn't, didn't want We didn't want two. Like, we were fine with just one team. And then when we got two, it was like, oh, okay, but we would have been cool if it was just the Rams. Well, and the overall consensus is 
the Rams were there once, so there's right. a the built it makes in, sense to uh, go the back. built in yeah. base of having Rams fans that kind of never yeah. left. Whereas the Chargers have been in San Diego since their inception. Sixty years, sixty yeah, so years in San never, Diego, and and then no obviously there's there. a business reason too where the NFL is saying they didn't want to lose that TV market because that's obviously a big market for them and now you've got a bunch of fans who are just like well fuck the NFL then we don't have a team we're not going to watch and you're going to hurt ratings you're going to lose some some sponsorships like, we have 20 shares goes. Uh, I don't think we have 20 I think we're at 15 shares oh. 15 shares five more shares and I'll do a shot unless Brian are you seeing something different if you're seeing 20 I'll do a shot I, <laughs> I was just going to say everybody's chiming in that there's <laughs> unless they just really want you to do a shot <laughs> Oh, no, it was because Blake uh, commented. Blake said, get to 20 shares, so Mike has to take a shot. And Brian was just saying shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so, right. yeah, there you go. Uh, anyway, so between this L.A. mayor coming out saying they didn't really want the team and then the NFL kind of rumblings on the backside of saying, maybe we can send them back. I, first of all, can the NFL even do that? The owners voted to allow San Diego to move to L.A. So can the NFL now step in and say, nope, you got to go back? You got to go back to San Diego. It's the NFL. How many times have they blundered or done something that we thought That's they can't do point. that? And then they do it. <laughs> That's a fair point. So when we talked about this earlier off air, I said this would be worse than the two of them going the first time. That was a already huge PR blunder. Everybody had jokes. There yeah. was the whole unveiling of the <laughs> Chargers logo <laughs> that everybody's Dodgers logo. The, yeah, the day and a half making fun of. I don't even see how he could do it because. If I'm a Chargers fan, you know, lifelong fan, whatever, you know, grew up watching them, and they all of a sudden, psych, we're coming back. No, you left on a, a bullshit premise, essentially, you know, they, yeah. they didn't get a stadium, so they decided they were going to leave. I'm not taking you back. This was a total girlfriend going and banging another <laughs> dude, and then that dude deciding, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. I'm out. And she's like, hey. You still really trying to get married? Because, I mean, I'm free again. Oh, no, to hell with you. I don't I wouldn't want that. So I'm, there, there will be some fans who will be like, all right, all's forgiven. It was only a year and we get it. Uh, business. Ha ha ha. But I would think there'd be a large contingency so of fans. Most who the, fans would not come back to to support the team. I got to believe that they wouldn't because, I mean, it, it, it what, now, too, they don't have a vested interest as far as. Well, I'm a season ticket holder. Like the the ties have been cut, so you don't have to. Uh, the only way to get ties back are to initiate them yourself by going and buying season tickets. Or right. I, so, what's the incentive to to retether yourself to somebody who already showed? Eh, if things go south, I'm just going to bolt. So there would be there would definitely no pun be. Uh, God damn it! I didn't <laughs> even catch that. <laughs> so there would definitely be a, a long road to hoe for the Chargers. But I kind of look at this from a different perspective because I grew up a Browns fan and I stopped following the NFL really when the Browns left for Baltimore. Had they gone to Baltimore for a season and then come back, I probably would have been right back on board. And I think most fans – now maybe it's because it's Cleveland and that's a whole different animal in San Diego. Yeah. San Diego has never really had like a – the support's been there, but it wasn't great because like, yeah, there's so much more shit to do in San Diego. different. Not – not even because of the cultural thing. I just feel like the way that the Browns left was different than the cold or than the Chargers. Was the Chargers, it though? Yeah, because I mean, the Chargers came out and said, "Hey, this is what's happening," and then the Browns kind of just one day just thieving the night. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. worse. That's way worse. 
to for Art Modell to just be like one day he's just like, by the way, we're out. Uh, see you guys, bye. And if they had come <laughs> back a year later, I guarantee you the Browns would have eaten up those season tickets. That stadium would have been full. They would have been right there Browns supporting them again. Just suckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that boils down to. Browns fans are suckers. I mean, if if you look at the comparisons between Chargers fans and Browns fans, Chargers have cheered for nothing but a loser. Browns fans have cheered for pretty much nothing but a loser. So, but only one city hears about it because it's perpetually <laughs> it's cold. And nobody, there's all other sorts of nobody rails on San Diego because yeah, your teams might suck, but it's seventy and sunny every day. So. Fuck it. <laughs> you all probably got big dicks out there in San Diego, too. <laughs> right. Look at you surfing with your good weather and your big dicks. F ya. Uh, yeah, it's I mean. such a good they are, It's such a good thing to say. They are, they are very similar, I guess, when you really think about it. None of the franchises, you know, when you take out the, the Cavs' most recent thing. Right. But, I mean. No San Diego I mean, the, teams have won exactly anything, and they're not none of none of those teams are historically good, right? There's but a, yeah, I I just feel like if they went back to San Diego, I don't think it would be as bad. I think people would welcome them back. I look don't at know, man. look. All right, oh god, that's Cleveland again. That doesn't really help. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, look at how they welcomed back LeBron after burning his jersey, and then all of a sudden it's like yeah. I just kidding, man. Yeah. How you doing? Good to see you. Again, Thanks again suckers. for coming back. <laughs> that's probably why Cleveland, that's probably why LeBron knew always. He was like, yeah. I, I, I can go back. It doesn't matter what they do. They'll take me back. Fine. <laughs> yeah, you're mad. <laughs> hey, I'm coming back. Yeah, you love me. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to leave them for LA in like a year. Is that cool? Right. <laughs> hey, I got a championship. You, you guys are cool if I go out the back door again, right? <laughs> Right? No, you hate me again? Oh, okay. Well, we'll do this dance again. I just I'll I, be back for LeBron Day twenty twenty three. I think this is uh this whole thing about the, the Chargers is fucking weird, man. And I I just think it's one big cluster I don't it's think so they're stupid. gonna move back. I that's I the number one I'm thing. I don't think you they, that they, they can't move take back. the PR hit too from the NFL standpoint. It looks like you don't know what you're doing if you voted to have a team go somewhere and then only a year later, after you said they were going to get this big old multi-billion dollar stadium, you're like, no, 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 just kidding. They're yeah. going back to the city that they came from. Oh, by the way, they still don't have that stadium deal. I mean, how inept does that make you look as a company? So I don't. But is that the, the NFL's fault? Because the owners voted on it. It's not sure. like the league voted. It's not like the league but, made the decision to send them. They just the, they own what. NFL franchises in in the NFL. It's not like all under one umbrella when you're talking about from a PR standpoint. Nobody's gonna break it down like we're doing and say Well we just did. Fuck it. No, I know. Not, I'm, but I'm saying it's not Roger's fault. You're, <laughs> you're, no, Roger takes the blame Leave for everything. Leave Roger alone. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean it, just from a outside perspective, oh, the NFL doesn't have their shit in order. It looks like they're just kind of, who's running it? Who? What's going on there? They can't even get their franchises pinned down to a city? I mean, it just yeah. looks sloppy. Yeah. I well, and, So and that's again, why they won't let it happen. Because the NFL, even, at the end of the day, what are they all about? Their image. Right. It's all about protecting the shield. And this this would do nothing to protect the shield. Protect make that it, shield. It's that thin blue line? What, what is I don't that's know. Cops. Anyways, I know, but that's what I was talking about because of the shield. Anyways, fuck. Oh, okay. uh, anyways, uh, all right. You want to talk some baseball? Yeah. All right. You, you feel? I feel like you're like ready to pounce on this subject here. Oh no, no. <laughs> like the way you switch there, you're like, yeah. 
Let's get into it, motherfucker. Oh, no, I was just thinking, <laughs> let's get off this NFL thing. You're losing. <laughs> You're fighting well, the wrong yeah, side, so I'm, getting you, I mean, I'm giving you an out there. It's like, yeah, let's talk about baseball. <laughs> All right, so this week there was a, a scary thing that happened in the Yankees game. Uh, the Yankees were playing the Twins. Todd Frazier uh, hit a foul ball into the stands. Smoked 105 it. miles an hour yeah, into the stands. Hit a young girl in the face. Four-year-old girl. She uh, was taken to the hospital. She's still in the hospital recovering. They Did said she's got a, yeah. She, they said she's got a long road to go. She's she should be okay, but she's still got a lot to go. It was one of those things. I've only seen it happen once before. When all right, we're Somebody gonna take interrupted. a call. <laughs> Grab Sports. Who's this? Better be Jim. Hey, with Tank. Shit what's up? Hey, Tank. What's up, buddy? Oh, it's not. Hey, not much. Hey, why do these NFL teams move to places where there's actually, like, you know, shit going on, like the beach and nice weather? Like, if you want to move an NFL team, move it to some fucking Trump voting piece of shit city in the Midwest who will halfway pack it with 60,000 That is a very valid point. You make, I mean, you can't deny that. I think it's because they want, like, people to come to the games and then, like, hang out in the city afterwards. You're not going to do that in, like, Butte, Montana. Not, <laughs> it's not going to be like, yeah. all right, go to the game and then go to Bob's Saloon afterwards. Yeah, you, yeah, you can't build your economy on, your, your, your NFL economy on that in fucking Los Angeles. People tailgate in with, like, goddamn vitamin waters and <laughs> sochi broth. Like, sochi broths. You got, you got, yeah. You can't, you can't, you can't do that. You got to put it somewhere in the Midwest. Get seventy thousand people in a fucking stadium in hunting gear. You know, kegs outside and a bunch of shit that makes you have a heart attack. That's football country. That's America. <laughs> you make a very good point, I, Tank. I have no rebuttal for any of that. <laughs> I guess Ultra. it comes down to what's yeah. the what's the more important to them: getting people in the stadium or a TV market. That's essentially what it comes down to, right? Yeah, it's all about national brands and expanding everything. I there'd be a team what, in London yeah. if it was up to the, the NFL Fort already. Wayne Marauders would have a pretty national brand. <laughs> That'd be a goddamn good team. Ooh, that get Goodell on the phone, make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Tank. Thanks all for right, calling, man. Up, boys. I'll talk to you later. Ya. See you, Tank. I love Tank. God damn it, he's the best. Um, Anyway, so so we're talking about this foul ball. So Frazier smokes this foul ball, hits this little girl. She goes to the hospital, still in the hospital recovering. It was one of those things. One of those things I've only seen it once before, where players immediately react and are like scared about what just happened. Like there were, I don't know who was on first base for the Yankees, but he immediately started crying when he saw what had happened. I think it was Matt Holliday. Oh, fuck Matt Holiday. God damn Matt, it. Uh, Matt Holiday might have been third. Either way, the video I saw, Matt Holiday had. Like, so it was Matt Holiday crying. Yeah. Todd yeah. Frazier, as soon as he hit it, like, Got squatted down, down like, yeah. freaked out. I mean. One of the twins guys was covering his face and praying. And as that. a player, that's got to fuck you up. Like, if you're the one who hit it, for sure. Even seeing it. No, I mean, seeing it's one thing, but if you hit it, like, I can only imagine what Todd Frazier yeah. felt like in that moment. I can't imagine what he's to, feeling now. You're not there to hurt right. anybody, and you're not. It, when you're hitting the ball, you're just swinging, and there's no, there's only so much control you have over where it goes. So you're certainly never, if you could control it enough to not have it hit anybody in the face, let alone a four year old, you would do it. So I it's mean, this helpless feeling of, oh my god, I struck this ball. I'm just trying to do my job, and 
crap, even though you know I have some control over it. I ultimately, it's I didn't do that on purpose, right? But there it is. There's the effect of something I did. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine how you reconcile that in your head. At Dude, all. that would that would fuck me up so but it's, bad. I mean, this isn't the first time we've seen this in the last few years. This has happened with. No, this is it the first seems time it's to be with, happening a lot, and maybe a lot it's more just recent. Maybe it's just that we're hearing about it a lot more, and and they never really did it before. My insurance agent got hit in the face at a Reds game. He got blasted by a foul ball. He was taking a selfie with his girlfriend. Well, he deserved it. And then turned around and got cracked in the face. I think we talked about that on the show one time. We might have. Yeah, but that's fine. He deserved that. (laughs) He is a Cardinals fan. No, I don't care about that. (laughs) If you're taking a selfie, if you're doing something that generally shouldn't be accepted in public, then you deserve to get hit in the face with a ball. That was just karma. <laughs> was just the baseball gods telling you, watch the fucking game. But that's the hard part with like little kids. You got a four-year-old girl that, you know, well, like, yeah, I know how it is. Well, yeah, girl wasn't defending, has no way to stop that from happening. Yeah. And they're not going to well, sit and there and pay attention for three hours. average fan in general doesn't. I mean, I could honestly sit there and say, if I was sitting there and a ball, you know, you're, you're in the course of an at-bat, you know, a lot of things are going on. This guy smokes a foul ball. I mean, I can't say that I wouldn't have caught it with my face. Like, even if you're paying attention, that's what I'm 105 saying. 105. You don't miles have an hour much reaction. Fast. You don't have much yeah. reaction time. I right. Mean, the only difference between us and a four year old girl is the the development of our face. That's it. I mean, <laughs> four years four years old, you're you know you're much more susceptible to your face getting cracked open than you are as an adult. That's I, that's the only difference. Like everything else. I mean, your ability to pay attention, your ability to stop anything, it, it's all nullified because 100 miles an hour at your face, you just the reaction time is there's not yeah. enough. So are, I'm, I already know the answer to this, but I just want it on record. Are you the type of guy that brings a glove to a baseball game? Hell no. Me neither. Kids fucking, should do it. That's fine. I'm on board with kids, kids do doing it. But no, I don't, I, I don't bring one, one, because the chances of you getting a ball are very slim. Right. And two, it just... No, I mean, I. Uh, uh, it's a kid thing to do. It's kind of yeah. it's it's kind of like the stance on the jerseys. At some point, you just outgrow <laughs> taking your glove to the game. But even if I had a glove, if somebody rips a hundred and five mile an hour, line yeah, there's drive not much me, I can do. To I'm gonna hold up the glove and hope. Like it's gonna be that scene from the Sandlot where I'm just like, I hope it hits this spot. Nope, didn't. Okay, well. See ya. I mean, well, because Sorry, everybody you're also behind anticipating me. <laughs> it coming at you. And when you're sitting in the stands, no matter if you have your glove, you're still not in a ready position or you're not thinking, okay, this is coming right at my face. So, e- like, even if you had your glove saying, it's probably not in a ready right. position to just, oh, yeah, chink, got that at 100 <laughs> miles an hour. You just So you're, you're on team no glove. You're sitting in the stands along the third baseline and somebody rips a 105 mile an hour foul ball. What do you do? Take it off the face and sue the shit <laughs> out of the team. <laughs> what? You asked. That is exactly what I would do. And it wouldn't even be intentional. I just told you. I would take it off the face because reaction time and just general, you know. <laughs> and then I'd lower up. And guess what? Scotty be getting paid. <laughs> Real we'll have we'll have more than new headphones for craft fruit sports. We'd have all kinds of stuff. I think I'd go Justin Timberlake just on a random day. I'd be like, "Hey, I'm done with craft fruit sports. I just hit, I just hit Pater. I'm out." 
Either that or, yeah, Craft Brood Sports is full-time. We're just around the clock. I ain't got nothing else to do. I quit my job. You just sit here and talk sports. When nobody's listening. Right. We'll never release the podcast. It'll just be a 24-hour stream. You just tune in whenever I may or may not be talking. But fuck it. I just got paid by a team. Like, I come in from work, and you're just down here doing the show. Like, hey, man, what's going on? Hey, uh, kids are sleeping. It's cool. Anyways, uh, back to what I was saying before Mike rudely interrupted me. Uh, What were you talking about? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Paint. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, I would try to get out of the way and and not feel bad. But Nobody see, that's would the, want so to that's get hit the worst part. But that's this is the thing. Let's you say you win. jump out of the way. Let's say you get out of the way and the ball hits a four-year-old behind you. How shitty do you feel then? Not very. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's called survival of the fittest, man. I mean, if I get out of the way again, I wasn't trying to hit the girl. I I do like, man, that's that's unfortunate. Did you see what Todd Frazier did though? He's the one who hit the ball. I got out of the way. I, I just died. I, pres- <laughs> yeah, I, I preserved myself. It, I mean, I'm sorry that behind me was your face, but I wouldn't really feel all that bad. <laughs> it's kind of like I imagine it would be if you were in a mass shooting. And you're like, oh, man, I, you know what? I feel horrible for everybody around me that got shot. But, man, I feel lucky and grateful that I wasn't the one who got shot. I think shot. it's totally I mean, different because it's not like the shooter comes in and points the gun at you and fires and you matrix out of the way <laughs> and it hits the four-year-old behind you. And then you're like, oh, wow, that sucks for you. All right, you know what? Fine, <laughs> fine. You know what? I'm a shitty person. I don't care. If I'm a shitty person, I'm going to get it all the way out there. You know what my first thought was after the whole thing when I saw it was, oh, a fucking Yankees fan got hit in the face. Fuck them, four-year-old or not. You know what? That's one less Yankees fan I got to hear from. One less Jeta. One less, one less mouth-breathing fucking we the best, 26 rings. I don't care, four years old or not. Guess what? You better learn how to catch. How about that shit? I, I, I'm telling you, I, I honestly felt like that. And I'm like, man, I'm probably going to say that on the show at some point. Don't care. <laughs> Gonna be the most horrible human being, but don't care. Wasn't my four-year-old. Oh, you were rooting for the Yankees? Sucks to suck, don't it? At least you got those 26 rings to ice your face with. Fuck them. I I don't care. I can't breathe. Oh my god, that's the goddamn funniest thing that's ever happened on this show. It's the best rant that you have ever gone on. Maybe it's one less Yankees fan. That's the way I looked at it. Hope she's okay, but if she's like, oh, I'm never playing or watch, I'm never watching baseball again. Fuck the Yankees. Fuck everything. Then, then it was a victory. <laughs> Sometimes casualties happen. Uh, let's go through some Facebook comments here. Uh, <laughs> Rob Manfred's got bigger problems to deal with than one less Yankees fan. <laughs> Katie said, wow. <laughs> Jim said, not shitty at all. Keep your head up. Yeah, uh, I prefaced <laughs> it with this is going to make me one of the worst human beings. I wasn't like I went into it in denial. Tank said that adults that bring gloves to the ballpark uh, equals teenagers that trick or treat. Goddamn right. Fuck those teenagers. <laughs> the ones that don't even wear a costume. Oh, okay. They've got like I a totally trick or treated. 
No, as if, a you, if you go in a costume, but I did that's have fine. a costume. But yeah. if you like show up in like a shirt, oh and, yeah, if you show up, and it's I, like I dare you, and you to show your, up in my door you got without your goddamn a, pillowcase. I dare you to show up in my door. You'll get hit in the face with a hundred mile an hour ball. Is what'll happen. <laughs> Oh, you want candy? I got something for you. <laughs> uh, Greg brought up that the Reds announced this week that they are expanding their netting. Uh, which... About five or six teams on Twitter. I saw Seattle yes. did this this afternoon. A lot of teams are. And that, I guess are that's the big that. overall question. Right? Is, should is... this be? Uh, right. I guess. I mean, this is baseball's been this way all up until this point, and I'm not saying that things shouldn't change because oh, that's the way they always been. I know that's what it sounds like, but. This is something that, even though we're talking about it frequently, still doesn't happen a lot. And sure, if they can do something to maybe lessen the chances of it, fine. But, I mean, I, let's just say I'm not going to be upset if any stadium, because Manfred came out and basically said it's not as simple as me saying this has to happen. Like, each individual stadium has to make that decision because it's something that they have to put up. So it's a team decision. Even it's though not it is that simple because there are MLB guidelines that have to be followed. Like, yeah. the Red said the, the netting that they have now meets current MLB guidelines. They're going to exceed that when they expand the netting. Okay, but what so saying it is, is like as simple as Manfred to... saying, hey, these are the guidelines now. So it, it is 100% as simple. He's full of shit. It's basically, he's just like, I don't want to be the one that goes down when people get pissed about netting getting added in. I say that 29 teams need nettings. The Yankees don't. <laughs> Yankees need to take that netting down behind home plate, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just and wherever, like, wherever, that Marlins, wherever, wherever that Marlins guy is at, wherever that asshole is, <laughs> make sure there's no nets so that any foul balls smoke him. That guy sucks, so too. I have always been team no net. Uh, as a matter of fact, a good buddy of mine, Kevin, he's in the, the pick and pool. He had said that had he not already decided not to get red season tickets for next year, uh, if he had saw this announcement and was planning on it, he would not get season tickets next year. And I, I was always of the mindset of just fucking pay attention to the game. And if you don't want to get hit by a foul ball, go sit up top and let us, people that are willing to risk that, sit right. down below. So that was always my, my line of thinking. Goddamn kids change everything. Because now I'm sitting there going, yeah, this kid. If it's your pay kid. Attention. But then again, then again, I've been to a baseball game with my son. I can't imagine. I mean, four years old, I know that even at that age, he's not going to be paying attention. I would not spend the money on those good seats because I'm not going to be in right. them long enough. Like, what are you doing bringing a four-year-old to that section of the ballpark? Fucking Yankees Go fans. sit up in the, the bleachers so that when you have nah, to leave... Nah, we're fucking New Yorkers. We, we sit where <laughs> we pay for the tickets, man. Fuck them. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Blake said we're three shares away. Mike can taste the hypnotic already. I can. Go get us three more shares. Sick. People want to hear us... Or hear me. I wish people. I wish people would have shared before you went on your rant. (laughs) Holy shit, man! That was amazing. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so you're you're fine with them expanding the netting? I'm fine with with it, it, and I'm fine with it if they don't. Like, if it's up to before, if MLB mandates it, then you got to do what the rules say. So fine, I don't care. It's not going to change a whole lot for me if they do or they don't. I don't like the idea because I think it obstructs the view. Does it, though? I mean, look at the people sitting behind home plate. Well, fuck those motherfuckers. But I'm saying they don't 
it's you never hear somebody behind home plate like okay I paid two hundred fifty dollars right. for these tickets I got free food and free beer and man these okay these nets that, are in my way and you stole exactly what I was gonna say because if you're sitting behind home plate you're probably not focused all that much anyway and I gotta say that the view from behind home plate and at certain angles is so bad for a baseball watching well, in general. Yeah, it's a- that yeah, it's, it's a bad really... seat anyways, just because you don't have a view of the field. You yeah, don't... you can't see anything. Right. It's totally different. I agree. But I don't think it's going to mess things up if they have if they No, I just... I... You're going to be able to see fine. Oh, I'm not saying that it's, oh my God, you can't see. It's not the foul pole being in front of you versus not. <laughs> I'm it's just not saying... Wrigley Field everywhere. Yeah. Like the... <laughs> I'm just saying that I feel like it just obstructs it to a certain degree that... It's not there. It, I guess it's just, it'll just take getting used to if you're s- sitting in certain seats. That's all. Yeah. Then I mean, it's something I, that, hey, it's never been there, and all of a sudden it is there, and you're definitely going to notice it for a little while until you get used to it. And so dads are, dads are already used to it because like, I just think back to my dad when I was playing in Little League. He was always on the fence right behind like the on-deck circle. Just yelling at me, so <laughs> I feel like most dads are gonna are like that, and they're just like Jim's right. Yeah, Kids make you soft, man up. <laughs> they do fucking make you soft, and I'm also telling you, having three kids, they're not Yankees fans, so I not I don't forsake them. <laughs> but Yankees fans, catch with your face. <laughs> All right, let's talk some some MLB playoffs because we are getting close. To the end of the season, there's what like ten games left, something sure. like that. And we're getting really, I really checked out. <laughs> I am too. I'm I'm a Reds fan, so we're just we're done. No, I mean usually I kind of still know what's going on, and I do. But uh, oh, Cleveland has won a billion games. They're tw- they've won twenty seven of the last twenty eight. I know that's going on. You know it's awesome. Cleveland had that super long streak. And and then they broke the streak, and they're currently they've won five in a row. So they're just building another. They're That's just, what I'm saying. This, I mean, that team is doing, unreal. They're doing really well. Are they setting their fans up for just complete heartache? Uh, I know a handful of Indians fans at work, and all I kept saying for them was, "You want this to end? Yeah, you don't want this to keep going, right? Because." You need to save some wins for October, and all this does is build up expectations. Like it's kind of it's very similar to the whole uh, going into the NCAA tournament undefeated. Yeah, you don't want to do that. that you want to get, get the loss out of the way because otherwise the pressure mounts with each game more so than a final or a uh, single elimination tournament does. I mean, there's already that pressure of lose and go home, but when you go in undefeated, it's Lose and go home, and your undefeated season ends. <laughs> For the Indians, it was like, just lose this game, lose a game, get it out of the way, and get the talk of the streak over, and okay, you can go back yeah. to winning, but you don't want that pressure. It right. just, it becomes, it puts too much expectations on it. And then they're, they only came up, what, a few outs away from the World Series anyway? So right. they already pushed it as far as they could possibly go. Yeah. Anything short of that's going to be seen as a disappointment. So you don't want the pressure of, oh, hey, and we also had that really crazy winning streak. I, you know, it's tough because they're still the favorites, but the Astros are right there. The Astros are just as capable of running through October because you only have to win, what is it, 12 games, 11 games to win it all because it's four or three, five, and five, 13. No, three, four, and four. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Now who can't do math, bitch? It ain't as easy <laughs> as it looks. 
Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. It all came full circle. Rate says that uh, you should never, under any circumstance, want to lose. I disagree with that. I bullshit. I watch the Niners. I know I want to lose. <laughs> if you're if you're trying to get there, a quarterback, I was going to say if you're sitting there week sixteen and it means your team loses and they get the number one pick, or they win and they get the number two. I want my team to lose. And the Niners have fucked that up two years in a row. <laughs> two years in a row. There are definitely circumstances. Week 17 wins Rate are the says worst. I'm a loser. Uh, you're goddamn right. I just cheer. I'm not a loser. I cheer for losers. There's a difference there. <laughs> I cheer for Sorry. shitty teams. Sorry, right? I, I mean, accept I don't. It. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying as far as not. I'm not necessarily rooting against my team. I'm rooting for the future of my mm-hmm. team. It's all because, the way you spin. Because when you cheer for shitty teams, there's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> there is always next year. Uh, so yeah, uh, Indians second best uh, record in in the league. Dodgers have the best record in the league. Who do you think uh, we're going to see in the World Series? I mean, it's hard to pick against Cleveland, but the National League I feel like is wide open. I don't trust the Dodgers. They, you know, best team until they went on that. They really went terrible on a huge streak. Skid, the yeah. same the same time as the Indians went on their winning streak. I guess that's how the universe aligns, though, because if somebody's doing really <laughs> right. well, that means somebody else is doing equally. How terrible. crazy is that? That the Dodgers went on that shitty skid and they're still the best record in baseball. That's unreal. It's insane, but it also just goes to show I just don't trust the Dodgers. I, I'm going to count out the Nationals right now. Just because, really, yeah. See, Hashtag Dusty Baker. I hate. Oh uh, well, there's that. <laughs> See, the Nationals. I keep thinking that then something always happens just before the playoffs start that makes Dusty it a, Baker. Well, okay, fine, but <laughs> it's not that. I because I don't think that that all that matters. Last year. Was it Bryce Harper got hurt just before, or Bryce Harper was having a shitty year? Somebody yeah. got hurt just before. Strasburg got hurt too, didn't he? Yeah, and, and like they, everything was kind of lined up, and then they started suffering injuries, and then it was just the law of attrition, and they they kind of lost out. And I feel like this year they're going to be getting Bryce Harper back just as the playoffs start, and everybody else is kind of clicking. That they they'd be the team that I would expect to kind of make it out of the National League. I don't know about winning at all, but they just have something that tells me that they'll get out of the National League. I don't I, trust them. There's I, no way. To me, it's Indians or Houston. Those one are of those, picks out of the One of the, those AL. two are coming out of the AL, period. Do you think either one of those two teams wins at all? Mm, now that's... I, well, if I said that I feel like the Nationals won't win, then I guess that means that one of those two would have to win, right? Not necessarily, because somebody else from the NL could win. I just said I think that the Nationals will make it, but that they won't win at oh, all. Oh, I didn't, I didn't pay attention to that <laughs> Oh, okay. <part. laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd hope if you listen, because, yeah. I feel like the Nationals will make it out of the National League. I just don't think that they'll win at all. That means I that, far, that bad, if man. I think that I Houston and Cleveland totally will make up. it there, that t- one of them would have to win. Yeah. I totally More math for you. God damn it. Well, I am out of beer, and we didn't hit 20 shares, so uh, no hypnotic for me. Yeah, uh, sorry. <laughs> oh, and Rate made a good point that uh, Notre Dame football does equal. There's always next year. Yeah, I'm. I'm fully admit that every Although, team I cheer for is in your oh, case. Always next year. In that case, losing doesn't help. No, it doesn't. <laughs> not in Notre <laughs> that's, Dame. That's where no, you need college to win. football. Yeah. You do not want to lose ever. And that's the only team. That's that the that I, That's the only team that I don't cheer for them to lose a game, <laughs> unless I have like money on the game and I bet against them, which has never. And happened. Jim makes a good point with Verlander being in Houston. I think that's part of the reason. But Houston, all year though, 
they don't have the long streak, but Houston has been the most consistently dominant team. And then they added Verlander, and that's right. where I feel like that's the team that is sitting there thinking, all right, everybody talk about the Indians. Let the Indians keep on doing what they're doing. And then they still got to they gotta beat us four out of seven. And yeah. that's easier said than done when you're talking about. Because the Indians still got that kind of the starting pitch, pitching issue. Once you get past Kluber, what the hell are they going to do? Whereas right. Houston had the problem of once you get past uh, Dallas Keuchel, what do you do? And then they added Verlander. So they kind of answered that just a little bit. But that's where I favor Houston just a tad over Cleveland. So I guess I would be saying that Houston wins it all if I was nil gun to the head. Well, nope. you heard it here, Indians fans. If you want to hate somebody. It doesn't have the longevity of, uh, <laughs> of that. Where are you at, Jim? <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get into Consumer Canit for this week. Uh, Consumer Canit this week, again, brought to you by Bear Attack FC, the premier indoor soccer team in the Cincinnati area. <laughs> if you haven't checked out their YouTube channel, seriously check it out. Just go to YouTube, search Bear Attack FC. Uh, after our promo last week, they went on and won another game. This team just doesn't lose. You want to talk about a team that doesn't accept losing? Baratech FC is your team. If if I'm going to root for a winner, that's the team that I'm going to back. Baratech pays the bill. <laughs> they sure do. Uh, so go check out their YouTube channel. Uh, and if you're around the Cincinnati area, uh, go out and uh, check out one of their games. because it's uh, You can get tickets for less g- than Chargers game. Is yeah, it's it's free, uh, and and there's beer, uh, so it's a good time. And as uh, as we pointed out last uh, last week, it's a bunch of previous college D one athletes and Drew the fat goalie. So check out Baratech FC. <laughs> they have the longevity <laughs> to survive. That's two. I'm counting now. That's two. <laughs> All right, consumer can it, um, Scott. Go ahead first with uh, West 6th Brewing Oktoberfest. Um, so we started off with the description and saying, and I still hold to that, that it's a, a lighter Oktoberfest. If you're going to... Definitely lighter. It's a l- Oktoberfest with training wheels, if you will. Because it does yeah. not come in heavy, and, but it still gives you the full flavor. And it is a very solid Oktoberfest. I struggle to give it a consume because of its low ABV. And you motherfuckers can't interrupt consumer to can it. Hold your shit. You don't have the longevity to survive me. So you just take the call? No, I ain't taking a call. They're going to go to voicemail. They're going to listen to what I got to say. So anyway, I struggle to say consume. Whoever that was, call back as soon as we're done with consumer. I, I struggle to say consume on this one because it, the low ABV kind kind of is a damper. But it's a solid beginner's Oktoberfest, and I'll say consume if you're interested into entering it. But there, there are much better Oktoberfest beers out there. I'll say that. I would agree a hundred percent with that statement. There are definitely better Oktoberfest beers out there. Um, for me. It was it was a good beer. I got through three of them pretty quick. Um, it's not one that I'll probably this, ever pick up again. To me, this wasn't worth the money. Like 
Because especially oh, how much if was it? Uh, I think this one was eight or nine dollars for the six pack. So, and I bet you, had you known that it was five percent, you would have nixed that. Yeah, definitely. I know I would have. I definitely would have done that. Uh, by the way, Kevin wants to know what the fuck is longevity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we don't know, Kevin. That's just Scott being Scott. Uh, but yeah, so... Such a longevity <laughs> mouth. Uh, the price on this one, and I, I mean, it's one of those things where like, whenever it's a craft beer, they always try to jack up the prices a little bit. For the price of this, I wouldn't do it again. Um, so for that fact alone, taste wise, it was it was good. I mean, it was all right. It's not. If I'm gonna have an Oktoberfest beer, I don't want to have to have three of them to feel something. Yeah. And and this one after two, I was still like, this is going down way too smooth, way too quick. Yeah. So I'm gonna can this one. I'm canning West Sixth Oktoberfest. And you were like borderline can. We almost had a double can. Yeah. Well, again, did I convince you to can it, or are you no. still gonna consume it? <sighs> It's so borderline. <laughs> Damn it. Answer the phone so we would have <laughs> fucked this is. This has been Consumer Canada brought to you by Bear Attack FC. Bear Attack FC. It's a week Oktoberfest. You can do better. Craft <laughs> Fruit Sports, who's this? This is JB, goddammit. You know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Shut <laughs> sitting on that one that was so good <laughs> i've been waiting on that for so long oh <laughs> uh, there you go there you go <laughs> what's up man what's going on well you prompted me for like five minutes i tried calling in once and it got me voicemail oh sorry about that blame mike he's in trouble <laughs> i was gonna call in and start screaming like uh Kiwi's Playhouse, but then I got the voicemail, so yeah, yeah, kind of ruined it. But no, fair enough. Well, kind of glad you got the voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going on, man? I I just had to call in because well, you you were Called kind you of out. prodding me for like ten minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I dropped two longevities for you, so I figured if that didn't get you out, well. <laughs> I was kind of hoping I didn't miss it because I was, I didn't see like the first half of the show. So I was hoping I didn't miss too many longevities. So. <laughs> well, I was, I was holding off cause I did see when you popped in and I didn't want it to be, uh, Oh, well, let's just use this throughout. But <laughs> I you, thought you didn't want to be too awkward with it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, all right, well, Jim's here now. I'll get, let it give it some time to breathe. Kevin says we get five bucks well, to hang up on Jim right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jim, you might have to take one for the team. Jim will give you that? a buck. Uh, one, of the, one of the viewers on Facebook Live says he'll give us five bucks to hang up on you right now. <laughs> Does that mean you're in? <laughs> All right, Jim, good talking Wait. to you, man. <laughs> What did you say? You, I can barely hear you. Like you guys sound like you're in the other room. Oh no! What's up with that? I don't know why that would. I don't be know. The case man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hear you guys, and you sound like yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. Sorry, man. Thought we had the phone lines fixed this week. Hey, well, you know things happen, but. <laughs> 
Yeah. Or, I'll, I'll double, chalk it up to calling in at, uh, you know, the last five minutes of the show. How about that? Yeah, Fair let's enough. chalk it up with that. Dump them. Dump them. Five dollars. Five dollars. <laughs> Hang up! Dumped. <laughs> yes! <go>. Five dollars! <laughs> Jim will send you a buck twenty-five in the mail. <laughs> Oh shit, man! This show was fucking fun, man. Yeah. Holy shit, this was a good time. Came in with the hottest of takes. Fucking four year olds. I don't care. They got NY on their hat and wearing pinstripes. Fuck them. I can't believe you said that, dude. That was fucking amazing. It's funny because as soon as you put that in there, I knew I was going there. <laughs> I had no doubt in my mind. I'll give you my serious take of yeah, it's fine, but legitimately, <laughs> Yankees fan. That was where oh, that, that was where shit. I was like, ah. well, thank you guys for uh, for tuning in on Facebook Live. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, as always, you can follow the show at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. I'm on Twitter at Mike Berlon. Uh, hit up the Drunk Line anytime you want to rant or uh, rave or get drunk and talk some shit. Thank you guys for participating drunk. tonight. It was. Awesome. What a fun fucking show, man. It's so good. So much fun. And I made Mike laugh so hard that he couldn't breathe. <laughs> if I you missed it, I was going to die. Go, go back and listen to the part where he couldn't breathe. <laughs> I thought I was going to die. That was the best. Holy shit. Uh, thank you guys so I much. I may for... be a white motherfucker, but he almost choked to death. <laughs> uh, it's going to do it for us this week. Cheers, everybody. We out. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.